This is Rowena Dooley asking Seoul citizens to report for duty. Greetings, greetings, welcome back to the Soul Citizens. I'm Griffin Gaming RPG, and we're back for another great discussion about Soul Citizens. Why do I keep saying that? It's the second week I said we're going to talk about Soul Citizens. Tisk, 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 man. I, I guess that's what we're doing. Greetings, welcome. I'm Griffin Gaming. We're here to talk about Star Citizen. Oh, we're happy to have you guys here with us today. Thank you guys so much for spending another Sunday evening with us in the middle of September. And uh, man, we got so much cool stuff to talk about. But before we get to the cool stuff, I want to introduce some cool people. Got a great panel of guests here. Some are familiar. And we have a new face, not a familiar voice, but a new face. So we're going to start out on the far my right. Start out with Fist to Face himself. How are you, Fist? Yeah, everybody. How are you out there? <laughs> Doing okay. <laughs> what is that background? Is this is a cityscape? What is that? Who's the Pops or me? No, you. Me? Yeah. In my background? That's my room. room. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's when you get old pops, you can't see nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought that was like two billboards with a sunset behind it. That's what I thought, okay? I thought he wow. had like a really cool background going on, okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay, time to go to yeah. the eye doctor. All right, Cal Roddy, the young guy uh -huh. in the room. <laughs> What's going thank on, you, Cal Roddy? How are you, man? <laughs> It is good to be here among you beautiful people. Yeah, hey, that's Looking a cool shirt tonight. you got on, man. Where, where, where'd you get yeah. this shirt, brother? Yeah, yeah that's a good question. Oh, where nice. did I get this shirt? I got yeah. this shirt from the mm -hmm. store. Check it out. Join the Discord. We have all these things available. Merchandise, cups, hey. mugs, okay, many yeah. things. Oh, boy, you got everything. I need to pull mine good out. Good quality, let me too. Let me find my stuff. Okay. <laughs> good to see you, man. And last but not least, the man himself holding us down on the far end there, Pops in Space. How are you, Pops? Okay, I don't know about holding it down, but all right. You holding it I down? Might fall down. You holding it down with that? Was that an Idris in the background, or what is that, Idris? It's it's a what you know that? YouTube clip with uh with a whole bunch of mining stuff. Oh oh oh! oh you mining, in the mining yeah. mode? Okay, you got a you yeah, got a mine for mining. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. I wonder what made you think of that today, since that's what we're gonna be talking about, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, listen, I'm happy to have all these guys on here tonight with me um, because they all have a passion and, and understanding of mining and Star Citizen. We're going to be sharing some things with you. This is our career series that we've been doing for, man, we, this is our second year doing this stuff. Uh, talking about the different careers that CIG has outlined and told us about. Um, a lot of the information and stuff that's out there. You know, one of the things about mining out, you know, with the panel, um, mining is probably one of the oldest careers in this game as far yeah. as information goes um checking all the way back to i want to say that the orion was actually the first aspect of it before they even got into like the prospector and the mold those ideas came later but mining or asteroid belt mining was definitely what we saw when we first came in i don't even think i remember them talking about planetary mining in the beginning I, I don't remember that because nope. every nope you don't remember Cal Roddy because everything was kind of built around the the, the yeah. Orion right back then. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So we're going to talk about mining, but we're going to expand that because, as you guys know, mining is also probably the most. Mm, I don't want to say mm. worked on, 
but it probably is the largest of the different careers. It has more stuff in it than anything else, you know, more than mercenary or bounties or whatever. Um, there's a whole spectrum now with mining and the whole mining loop has developed now beyond just mining, but now we're being introduced to refining and transport. So we're kind of packaging all that into this. That's why we call it the show mining and refining. We're going to be trying to cover all those bases. So, um, Fist, let me ask you a question. I know this is you guys, you told me before, this is you all's very first space MMO or space type, you know, focused game, right? Is that correct? Did I hear that correct. right? So correct. did you right. ever do mining in any other genres of games, any other stuff that mining was a factor in? I mean, whatever it may have been, other than Minecraft. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, I haven't even got, I've never got into that game. I'm just never teasing, played it, I'm just teasing. I get you. <laughs> no, I get you, I get you. But um, I don't, Remember, Pops, I, I don't think I ever recalled us ever doing any mining in any other games other than, you know, what's mm -hmm. like smacking rocks or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. yeah. Pops, I know mining has been something you've been talking about for a while. What is it about mining that mm -hmm. kind of drew your interest, you know, to get to think about actually backing and getting a mining ship? Because you guys got a couple mining ships, mm -hmm. right? Uh, we have the one big one. The Orion. The Orion. Okay. Orion. You got the Orion. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Besides the loners. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What made you think about mining? Money, making money. Okay, okay. The way to bring yeah. in the bring in the credits, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Cal Roddy, what about you? What uh what aspect of mining interests you? Are you the solo miner, the mole miner, or the you know, everything miner? What are you thinking about? So originally I was more of a solo miner. I started off um doing the very, very basic version of what it meant to mine in, in Microsoft Freelancer by shooting the rock and just, you know, a a small sample just came up and you just, you know, kind of tracked the beam into your ship. That was all there is there was to mining back mm -hmm. in 2000 and 2004. And I um, jumped over EVE Online and I was mining using the Venture. Yeah. That was pretty fun. And yeah. what kind of drew me to it a lot more was the risk. Mm. You know, I, I never liked mining in safe space. Um, and also, um, you know, the things that I really look forward to in mining in Star Citizen is not necessarily only the multi-crew aspect, like, you know, working in the Orion or any of the small, large mining ship, but also working with others, you know, to, to mine an asteroid and jettison my cargo mm -hmm. and have them take that cargo and go somewhere else. So I'm continuing the job while I'm working with others, either in a solo ship yeah. and um in multi-crew too but predominantly i want that risk while mining so yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, like you i was in eve that was where i got introduced mm. into that level of mining and yeah. i loved doing it um i used to like many people solo do my own solo operation you'll run multiple multiple characters one is doing the mining and cutting in lasers and the other one is you know hauling things back and forth um, I did, I was in an org that was a mining org that did at the, you know, when we were able to get together, we did have those people that were doing security, those people that yeah. were running, picking up those canisters. You remember the canisters from Eve, right? Yeah. Picking up the canisters and, and delivering and doing all that stuff. Um, but unfortunately it was a pretty shallow career. Mm. Um, it, it, you spent a lot of money to get a mining ship. Um, you basically just found an asteroid pointed it at it and yep. you just let it run. It. You didn't do anything, right? I mean, you <laughs> did nothing. You just yeah, waited for yeah. that asteroid to finally run out of resource or like I used to do a lot of ice mining. Right, right, right. But right. You, you would do that and then you just move on to the next thing. Yeah. That was it. And that's, 
that's probably why I I, I kind of liked the risk because outside of just point and click, that was all there is to it. Yeah. So I kind of wanted someone to like you know, oh yeah, kinda yeah, entertain yeah. me a little bit, you know, well, <laughs> either NPC or, or or a player. You know what I will say, you mm-hmm. you at least in that game, you could keep your eyes open for yeah. somebody that might have been coming. I'm really curious mm-hmm. to see how well we can do that in this game now because this game mm-hmm. has your focus on doing so much. Uh, so active, you don't yeah. have time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, obviously you can get a warning from a missile lock or something like that, but if you don't happen <laughs> to look down at your radar and see somebody is come, you know, within proximity of you, you know, there's a lot of hazards that can happen, even worse than Eve as far as I'm concerned exactly. in this game. Because yeah. there's too much stuff to draw your attention. But we'll get to that. We'll talk about that a little bit later. We will, we will. Right. Pops, I want to go back to something you said earlier, which is about mm-hmm. the money. Show me the money. So yeah, let's right. take a quick look at a video here. By the way, hi to everybody again. Let's take a quick look at a video um, about making money with money, with mining rather, with asteroids and stuff. Let's take a look. When it comes to precious metals, humans can get a little insane. I mean, even the terminology gets a little creepy. Show a human a pretty reflective surface and suddenly we're all, my precious. But despite its high profile, Gold's not really that precious a metal. For that, we need to look at the platinum group metals like rhodium. That's a much higher bidding price. And platinum group metals can be found in everything from catalytic converters to jewelry. And while they're mega rare here on Earth, in other parts of the solar system, it's a different story. There are some scientists who believe that an asteroid only 150 feet wide could contain up to $130 billion worth of platinum group metals and another $65 billion in water. And where there's precious metal in the ground, you can bet there's gonna be a mining operation right behind. And this could be the future of space exploration. Think about it. Asteroids could have massive amounts of ice on them. And ice, of course, is water. And that's not just good for astronauts who are a little thirsty. Water contains the building blocks for rocket fuel. Asteroids might have nickel and iron as well, which we have plenty of here on Earth. But in space, we could use it to make space colonies or new vehicles. Now, when it comes down to the core business model of asteroid mining, there's still a pretty big question mark. No one's really sure how much wealth is actually out there. Back in the 90s, one estimate said that there could be about $100 billion for every single person on Earth. Now, when you're talking about numbers that big, does the word precious really have any meaning? So, Pops, I want to know, does $100 billion sound good to you, or does that just, you know, nah, you ain't worried about it. (laughs) Well, well, one thing he's right because if everybody has a million, a million in dollars is worth nothing. <laughs> so you need a hundred billion, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, yeah. I mean, it is interesting that there is this whole aspect of uh, being able to get these resources from space, and there's a whole argument about uh, the financial. Um, and this is actually probably even the game will be impacted by this. Uh, there's one video that I looked at and researched that talked about how it's cheaper to mine in space than to mine on the planet. And they're referring to earth, right? Because what they're saying is that the cost factor of what it takes to get those materials into space can make it almost unprofitable, right? I think they said like a one pound comes out to $2,000, right? But if you're mining in space, you don't have to do all that. Admiral Kusanagi, thank you, Admiral Kusanagi for that. We appreciate that. We really do. Thank you. Thank you for the subscription. All right. so, I, you know, CIG has talked about the fact that our ships 
will actually start to have impact based upon gross weight, you know, things of that nature, atmosphere. And it'll be interesting to see if you load up that really big ship in pops in space. Thank you too, Pops. If, if you load up that ship on a planet, uh, whether or not your fuel expenses and everything else with weight is going to make it worth it or whether you should just say, ah, forget that, I'll mine up here. You know, I will see. You know, that, that's, a, that's just a thought, but I'm just curious. Let me ask you guys a question. Did you guys see the periodic table pop up in that video? Yes. With all oh, the yeah. different stuff? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, what are your feelings about the way... And we'll, we'll get into this a little bit later, but what are your feelings about the resources that we see listed? You know, right now, everybody just kind of goes for the big Q, right? Quantanium. But what are your feelings about, mm -hmm. what do you think the future will be when it comes to those commodities? Will they become more valuable? Will Corundrum be the hot thing? <laughs> or uh, or no? Let me start out with Fist. Uh, you can tell me what you think. I, I look at it like this. It depends. Like somebody explained it to me back in um, when I first came into the game that when the game, you know, obviously gets to that point in stage where we have, you know, multiple systems in and you could say we're out of alpha, um, they explained to me that, like you said, you know, corundum may become valuable in certain systems mm -hmm. because that system may need it for, you know, maybe let's say base building or uh, whatever. Right, exactly. I mean, wh whatever it is, materials that you may need to, um, hey, you know, for guns or that's that's not there. Supply and demand, basic, mm -hmm. you know, uh, mm -hmm. economics and things and, and systems. So that's how I kind of look at it. Okay. You know. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Calrati, what about you? What do you think about uh, copper, gold, diamond uh, stuff? That some folks, I mean, some people do pick that stuff up and move it around. Yeah. But what are your yeah. feelings about it in the game? So um, originally, and uh, even now, um, uh, mining usually has some kind of value. That value only comes up to a certain point. That's when when it comes to generating alpha UEC, right? Mm -hmm. But um, you know where these minerals and these materials can really have their value is where crafting and those things and more avenues to utilize these materials will come in, especially for base building. Mm -hmm. Even now, we're seeing the first version of crafting by you know you're salvaging the material and you're kind of you know crafting and utilizing that resource so imagine um and i mean who who knows soon enough we may not need to only imagine it but you mine um these on the surface um worthless materials mm -hmm. but they are very very useful for something that um that is a lot more usable in a refined state or in a manufactured state mm -hmm. other than in your raw state like quantanium etc cetera, etc cetera. so right. i think that's where the additional value outside of just alpha uec will come in mm -hmm. um, especially when it comes to seeing more that that you know these materials and these mind or have to the potential of them outside of just selling them and making alpha uec yeah yeah pops let me ask you do you think there's a possibility possibility because cig has told us about mm -hmm. the hull stripping right what they didn't tell us is what is that stuff, right? They just told us we'll be right. able to strip a ship. What if CIG, if we find out when we haul strip that that stuff that goes into your ship happens to be aluminum, what do you think is going to happen in the game? Mm, mm. Man, oh my goodness. Yeah, we already talked about people missing wings and mm -hmm. um, tails and everything else. Right, so, so do you think I, aluminum yeah. all of a sudden will become instead of quantanium? I mean, do you think... People yeah, start mining you, aluminum a lot more. <laughs> all you have to, you just hang around the space station. 
<laughs> and you're rich. You're not going anywhere. Go nowhere, right? Doesn't go nowhere, right? right? Yeah. You know, I'm, mm. I'm curious as to what the material will be because they have talked about stripping. And if you remember when they mm. talked about um, not only stripping, they talked about in combat when you pull that off that ship, you can use that same material to fix your own ship. So I'm curious as to which of the resources that we have out there right now, you know, maybe Corundrum is that material, right? I mean, we don't know what it's gonna be, but I guarantee you, if that material ends up being something that's in the game, all of a sudden you're gonna see people drifting and start buying, you know, making that stuff now, right? And, and yeah. getting their ships repaired with it. So it's, some, it's something for us to consider. Okay. Let's yeah, go ahead and get, if, go ahead, go ahead. If I can just say one more thing, especially yeah. if um, when we get to that point and we have to, um, you know, have our ships, like we, our ships explode mm -hmm. and we have to wait because that mm -hmm. is probably the material that's used to, you know, rebuild our ships. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. going to be an extremely hot commodity. Yeah, yeah. we just, yeah. we just don't know. CIG has we not said, know. what is that stuff that comes off our ship? But I guarantee my, my gut feeling is they're going to say it's, blah blah or to calrati's mm -hmm. point calrati you talked about the fact that it might even be something that we refine and create you know what i mean yeah. maybe maybe mm -hmm. now if you mix copper and corundrum and aluminum you get whatever that material is that's on ships right exactly which will now bring value and and now give reason for people to go out and not just mess with quantanium but maybe some other stuff too so exactly. yeah, we'll yeah. have to see all right we're going to go ahead and kick this off guys and what we're going to do is with you guys today is progress through this now there aren't a lot of visuals for this. There's a lot of reading because as I mentioned, this is one of the more thorough careers in the game. So we're going to be doing a lot of reading, but we are going to put it on the screen for you. Uh, Admiral Kusanagi's here, Fast Cards here. We're going to be dropping links in. So for those of you who are interested in mining, have never done it before, we're going to give you a real education today. If you're already doing mining and you already know some tips and stuff, feel free to put that in the chat for everybody because we will greatly appreciate it as well. So Fizz, why don't you kick us off a little bit? Let's talk about what mining is first off. Okay, let's hit that first. Right. Okay. Uh, mining is the extraction of minerals or other minerals that are found on various planets, moons, and asteroids to be sold for profit. Mining is done primarily with ship-mounted mining equipment or with handheld mining tools, and it can be done in open space on a moon planet, maybe planet moon, excuse me, or underground. Minerals that can be obtained through mining include both productive and exotic materials such as agrisium, corundum, diamond, gold, and titanium. Mining was introduced in Star Citizen Alpha 3.2, alongside with the first mining vessel, the Prospect. Okay, that's a throwback. I don't know, were you, were you mm -hmm. guys running around back then? Were you fist 3.2? Did we? Uh, you know what? Mm -hmm. I think Pops, I want to say we came in about maybe 3.4. Okay, okay, all right. Not bad, not bad. Calrati was around back then with this, okay? I remember the, I remember when mining and you're saying, okay, it's going good so far. And all of a sudden it just goes into overcharge because the thing, <laughs> because we didn't have um, object continuous streaming oh, back then. So the, the performance is just horrible. I remember <laughs> that. <laughs> That's yeah. the part you remember, huh? Okay. Okay. So great definition. Thank you, Fist. You know, mining is the extraction of minerals and other, and other materials that are found basically everywhere in the universe. And the idea of it is to obviously, even though they say to be sold for profit, but there is the aspect of some other things that you can do if you're interested in the mining career. Like I said, and we're gonna talk about that a little bit later when it comes to refining. Um, I am curious to see about these other materials because if you guys notice, there are a lot of materials in this game. And again, everybody seems to be defaulting to Quantanium. I saw somebody in chat mention 
because we had it in the video, they talked about water. And you don't mm. really hear anything about water right now, but as I mentioned to Calrati earlier in Eve, one of the big things that you were to do in there was to mine ice. That was huge to do in that game. Um, yeah. And mm. so it'll be interesting to see because water is used to create many materials. Um, and you can also see how water could be important just in the sense of base building, a whole bunch of other stuff, right? We could end up using right. that for. Yeah. So we'll have to see about, you know, whether or not water becomes a factor. I'm hoping that we do have some, you know, asteroid mining where you're out there and drilling down deep and getting ice out. That would be amazing to me. I actually tried to get some footage from um, Armageddon, but it's too much work to do that today. Anyway. <laughs> nice day. <laughs> okay. Let's go ahead and move on to the next subject here, because these are the different type of mining types, and Fist already kind of led us into this. I'll read some of these. Um, surface mining. Surface mining is the extraction of any materials from the surface of a planet, moon, or asteroid. Surface mining is the most common type of mining done within the universe, for which this, for which this is where most minerals lie. Now that's interesting that they say that. They say that most minerals lie in surface mm. mining, okay? Um, this technique relies on the use of the ship's mining head for the prospect, fracture, and extraction of a mineral deposit. Um, now it's interesting about this because some of you all may remember back in the day, uh, before we got quantanium, I think everybody assumed that quantanium was a gas. Maybe I'm wrong. But I think that people thought it was a gas because the idea of the Starfare going out and it being a refueler, people thought that they'd go into some type of cloud, it would process it, and then it would make quantanium. And so people bought Starfares mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be able to sell hydrogen and sell quantanium. And then CIG said, no, quantanium's a rock. <laughs> and mm -hmm. remember that Kel Roddy? Shocker. It, it freaked people out, mm -hmm. right? People were like, mm -hmm. what do you mean it's a rock? You know. <laughs> Uh, I wasn't expected to be a rock either, to be honest with you. Um, so that whole thing came in and we found out that Quantanium was something completely different. Then Calrati, tell me if you remember this. Do you remember at one point people were saying that the prospector would only be able to mine on planets and that if you want to go to an asteroid belt, it had to be something like the Orion or the Mole. Do you remember hearing that at all? Yeah, I, I heard those things from time to time, not on a constant level, but I heard some some rumors and some some, you know, back and forth with regards to that yeah and it was i guess because of the of the kind of early-ish days when when the prospector came out they were still kind of okay uh should we kind of set this in stone should we say okay what what the kind of design goal for these ships will be and then eventually things are kind of settled down mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. okay all right cool all right so that's surface mining i'm just read you guys about what we call subsurface mining is the extraction mm -hmm. of any materials from underground caves and caverns Harvestable materials are often the only minerals found while, subsur while subsurface mining. Uh, this technique is often called FPS mining or hand mining and is a mining technique that does not require the use of any dedicated mining ship. FPS mining is currently only available by using the pyrorite multi-tool with an orbit mining attachment and often accompanied by MaxFlex <laughs> rucksack core okay um mm -hmm. you know back in the day we used to do mining with this out on surfaces of planets and i just happened to notice that that doesn't happen now i didn't know that because i hadn't done hand mining in forever but am i mm -hmm. wrong you guys on that one that you only can use a rock now or a ship on the surface because that's what i was told somebody told me you can only do hand mining in the caves now is that right mm -hmm. chat yes sir 
Because I so, tried to go out there and use it on one of them rocks, and that pyrite, I almost burned that sucker out trying to crack a rock. <laughs> it didn't move that needle an inch, Jack. And I mean, I went to a mm. bunch of them little rocks. Yeah, I remember. Captain I remember Jones that. says yes. Captain Jones says yes. I, I'm telling you, I went out mm -hmm. with my prospect one day. I saw, oh, mm -hmm. I go up here and, you know, use my. <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, I do wonder about, you know, um, you know, uh, should that be true? Mm -hmm. What their whole intention is with regards to making that only cave based, you know, or some kind of POI to, is it to actually, um, if they have some kind of plans in the future to make, um, you know, all right. Um, because I know at, at a point, I think it was between, oh, was it 3.14? Between 3.14 and 3.16, it was super difficult to actually find um, surface mineables. And, right. um, but it was, you know, any cave mission that you did, you'll still be able to do FPS mining. So with regards to their forecast or their kind of plan in the future, is this some kind of, some kind of uh, it, are they tailoring this? some kind of future goal mm -hmm. yeah let me ask architect a question architect i see what you're saying i fly out there all the time and i see that indicator that you know that little diamond that says it's a, a mineable like it used to but i'm telling you i got out of that sucker and the <laughs> multitude does not work on it so my question really? is i know you hmm. said you see them but i mean are you telling yeah. me that you've also gone out there with the multi-tool and actually hit that rock and got it i saw somebody earlier it wasn't captain jones it was uh Cruthulian said that you can sometimes run across them. He said, but it's very, very rare. So mm. yeah, I haven't, I just, it was like a fluke, like about a month or two. I hadn't been hand mining in forever and I tried yeah. to do it and it just did not work, man. Those icons are for the rock. Captain Jones says, okay. Yeah, I, I tried. And that was something they changed. I don't know when they announced that they were changing that. Cause I don't remember the announcement, but it don't work yeah. like that no more. Okay. Hand mining, at least very good training for vehicle mining. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's very true. Yeah. Cause you blow yourself up plenty of times when you're hand mining. You're absolutely <laughs> right about that. Okay. Uh, Cal Roddy, let's go on. Let's talk about the different pieces of mining equipment. Cause there's a whole bunch of stuff now in the game. Yeah. All right. Mining equipment, starting off with the Pyro RIT multi-tool. Greycat Pyro RIT Multi-Tool, or simply Personal Multi-Tool, is a personal item that is equipped with the capabilities of a small-scale version of a workshop's repair arm. Yeah. The Orbit Mining Tool, uh, attach, sorry, the Orbit Mining Attachment enhances the Pyro RIT Multi-Tool by allowing mining capabilities such as scanning and fracturing. Okay. Now, yep. Pops, the modules. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Let me stop there. Stop right there for now. Pops, have you ever done hand mining, FPS mining? That was the first. That was the first thing we we did. Oh, really? Because yeah. we yeah we watched a video mm -hmm. that because we didn't know how to make money, and that was <laughs> what the video said to say get you a rucksack, mm -hmm. get you a hand tool, mm -hmm. and we went out and we went in that cave, and I'm not doing that again. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, well, can I make a note real quick though to say something? Yeah. Whoever when we first came in. And we went down in that cave and blew up mm -hmm. our ship mm -hmm. when we first yes. came in the game. If I find out who you are, <laughs> he's gonna get you. You remember that? Thanks huh? for the follow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I was mad. Yeah. I was mad. Okay. I was like, wow, welcome to Star Citizen. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Glad to have you here. Greetings. By the way, thank you, Anubafire, for the sub and Face Kitten. Thank you for the follow as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. You know. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny, cave mining pops for a lot of people is a frustrating thing. 
it never bothered me for some weird reason. Like even when I go to prison, I can mind and I, I just do it and I get out of there. It didn't bother me that much. But I know a lot of people get frustrated because you know you got to go deep to find what you want. Then you get down there and you get lost and you try to figure out how to get out and everything. Uh, it's not a pleasant experience for some people. I have not yeah, tried a, doing it in the new caves. I haven't. It's been a long time. I used to go on Daymar all the time and go. I'm to gonna take a page from Gigi. Mm -hmm. It's spooky. It is. Yeah. It was spooky. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It My is first spooky. time in there. I'll give you mm -hmm. that. It is spooky. Okay. Um. Here's something else too. Did you guys know that the you can use? Well, I don't know if you can now. So chat, y'all might have to help. You can use this thing on asteroids. Did y'all mm. know that? That there were hand mineables on asteroids? Yeah, the little zits I, on those asteroids. You know asteroids. what? Mm -hmm. I, I haven't been asteroid mining in so long, yeah, so... They're little, you can get out of your ship, and there's little things, like Cal Roddy said, they're out there, you gotta look for them, but you can mine off of it, and mind you, it's pretty dangerous, but you, I mean, you can do it, you know, if you wanna get out your ship. Mm. But people have been known to do it, to go out there on the yep. big rocks and, and do that. You've done it, Cal Roddy? You've done it with the yep, small ones? Yeah, I have, I have. Okay. It's interesting. It's, it's, it's an interesting addition that they, it's, you don't always see them, but once you're careful, once you actually scan the rock and everything, you're able to actually detect it. It's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty cool and kind of goofy addition to it. Yeah. And you also see how big the asteroid is when you go out there, mm -hmm. <laughs> out there too, which is another factor. Okay. All right. Let's continue on there. Cal Roddy, what you got? Sorry, a certain FC was. Oh, is, was, is, 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 anyway. FC, is FC harassing you? <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. There we go. Anyway, right. Tell them to get uh, out your DM. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so modules. A mining module is a mining laser subcomponent that is installed on a mining laser head. Modules were implemented on April 22, 2021, and replaced mining consumables. Mining module are grouped in passive and active modules and, and can increase the efficiency of a mining laser. Okay, we can talk about that one first. You guys use all mining right. modules at all or do you all just go hardcore helix tubes and, and blow yourselves up all the time? What, what do you do? We, we, we have used mining modules okay. so because we wanted to make sure we were familiar with it mm -hmm. to understand the mechanics of it. Mm -hmm. And I actually think they're a very good uh, addition to um, mining yeah. as far as, you know, like when you look at the prospector coming across a, a massive quantanium rock and you can't break it, that, mm -hmm. that module comes in handy. Yeah. So. I hate to say it. I'm lazy on the passive ones. I've, I've mm. used the, I've used the active ones, the ones you kick okay. in, you know, to get three or five uses out of those I've used. Um, but the passive ones, I haven't monkeyed around with them enough. And I know a lot of people use those too. Um, Cal Roddy, what about you? You ever monkeyed around with the modules? Yeah, I tend to use like you, I tend to use the, the active ones a lot more. Like if, for example, I'm using like a Lancet or something, I would, mm. I would actually use like two active modules, like a, a surge or stampede, and then yes. I'll use like a passive module. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I tend to still favor the active modules a lot more mm -hmm. um, over the passive modules. Okay, okay. Admiral Kusinagi says I, he only uses the passive modules. Interesting. Pops, yeah, Pops, have you monkeyed around mm -hmm. with the modules? Yeah, we did. Okay. We used them, we experimented mm -hmm. with them. When they, you know, when they first, first came, came out, out we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. yeah, one understand them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Isn't I was it, they, kind they of make though, it a lot. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Mm -hmm. no I, 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 one of the things though that they're kind of surprising though to learn that if your ship blows up, they're gone. <laughs> yeah. 
I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah. now I know. Hence the word consumable, right? Yeah. But, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about the gadgets there, Calrati? Okay, mining gadgets. Excuse me, I'm a little, a little hungry here. <laughs> uh, a mining gadget is a handheld device which can be placed on a mineable rock to modify its state, such as resistance and instability, allowing prospectors to make the mining process easier and safer or quicker and riskier. Yeah, yeah. Now, this, this, this is the most recent thing, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm -hmm. They added to the game. Um, basically, you've got this gadget, you throw it on your back, whatever, you, you exit your ship. Uh, different ones have different capabilities. Um, a lot of times people like to use it because it either creates greater stability or it lowers the resistance on a rock. But you go out there, you put it on there, you, you EVA back to your ship, uh, you cut your rock. Uh, and once you've done, the cool thing about it is, is that you can get that item back and use it again. Uh, for the most part, you can go out there and find it. You just got to go out there and look for it, but you can go out there and find the gadget. I have not done this yet. I've seen videos <laughs> oh. and I know people have done it. And because it's awesome though. Yeah. I ha that's, and everybody who's done that says that it's great. You know, pops did you except, go ahead, Cal Roddy, go ahead. Oh, I'm going to say, except for if you're mining on the surface and it's on a slope and oh, that rock breaks and, and your gadget down just slides goes. down in between a rock oh. and you can't get it back. Oh. <laughs> that's happened to me. <laughs> okay. That's the safety tip of the day. Y'all be careful where you put it on the not rock. On the slope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pops, did you monkey around with the gadgets yet? No, I didn't I didn't get a chance to monkey yes, with the gadgets. No, we did I did not. Yes, we did. No, we did? When? Yes. We we went out there. Y'all went who, we who, went stu out who there? stuck it on the asteroid? I well it must have been you know you what? Was it was me. Because oh, okay. I was, he, was like, he was like, yeah, you go out there and go put it on. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's why. That's what he's there for. That's your argument. Oh, okay. You do it. Yeah. No, you do it. No, you do. I'm not going out there. You go out there. Okay, <laughs> that's you all say. All right. Yeah, That'll right. Work. That'll work. Hey, yeah. reception, pasta. Good to see you. All right. Kimmy says he tried four unique gadgets. With, he didn't see any advantages to them. Okay. He didn't see the advantage. That's interesting. I did mm. notice something like that also, and correct me if I'm wrong, Kimmy, but if you use the same mining gadget, well, two of the same mining gadgets, I tried using that, and I didn't for the second one. I couldn't increase the efficiency after I got to like 91% efficiency for the first gadget. Mm. The same gadget that I attached, the second one, I couldn't actually increase the efficiency at all. So I don't know if you if there's a limit with regards to that, like a rule set or something, that if you use like two of the same gadgets, and it just didn't pan yeah, out. Cut, cut so, out each other or something. Yeah. yeah. Each other, that could be. Now, by the way, let's talk about pricing on these too. Uh, when you're using active modules, those are the cheaper, the least expensive of things to use, but mm. you only get so many uses. I think what, five uses out of them. The, the actives cost mm. you more money, a lot more yep. money. And so, as you mentioned earlier, the one frustration is that if you lose your ship or you lose them, they'll, they're gone. I think somebody in chat said they stopped using the uh, the passes because once they lost like 80,000 worth of, in passes, uh, that's, almost, that's, that's your load almost coming in from a run. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then the mining gadgets, those also, they're not expensive, expensive, but they cost a little bit, but they're also multiple use and you can use them over and over again. So just kind of be aware that's kind of the tier uh of, of if you're buying these you know be prepared that you've got to drop a little money in to make your job a little easier uh in the game okay okay what do we after that we're going to uh yeah continue on there cal Roddy. 
Right, the M3A drone, the M3A multifunction space drone made by Saga Data Systems is a is an upcoming drone capable of performing various tasks such as repairing, refueling, mining, and salvage. Let's take a look at that real quick. Now we're showing you these these I told you there were a few things that we will show you images of, mostly because they're not in the game and a lot of people don't know what these things look like. Uh if you want to do find information, we've got the link in there for you guys to be able to see these. These are not renderings from somebody else. These are CIG renderings of this particular drone. There's actually two of them, and we're gonna show you the second one in a second. Um, but this is the one of the drones that does multi-functions, uh, as Cal Roddy said. Um, it'll be interesting uh, to see uh, what these run, what these cost, you know what I mean? Um, Fist, have you thought about the factoring these in? I mean, would you, I mean, are you more tendency to have drone operators to do work or do you think you want to just deal with having human players? And I mean, I guess I'm trying to figure out what are the, let me, let me rephrase the question to anybody on the panel. What is the purpose of using a drone? Uh, and there is one, but I'm just curious as to what you guys see using a drone is good for. Okay, Roddy. I think I got one. Yeah. Danger. Danger like for example, situation. you know, okay. we've, we've heard about pyro and how they're talking about the the flares and and the solar natures mm -hmm. and those things so that's one thing that i can think about you know mm -hmm. um kind of avoiding any kind of radiation mm -hmm. if you're uh if it's a valuable material and there will be valuable materials in dangerous locations so that's one thing i can see when it comes to using a drone mm, okay 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 um difficult situations maybe if you're in a big asteroid belt right and you pops you got your big old orion out there mm -hmm. but it's just dense you know what i mean and yeah. you've done a scan and there's some high value rock out there you can send your drone right you can go ahead and control and go mm -hmm. out that way and break it up and get whatever you need off the material for it um as you, you mentioned know, I'm, i am curious to find out what exactly is there you know the they said multiple functions to them i'm Curious on what these are, they these, are giving them. These are, these are going to be similar to what the Vulcan have, where it does repair, yeah. refuel, mining. They, 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 the one we're going to look at after this mm. does multiple things too. The other, the second one's like a maintenance drone. Um, oh. But they, versus making specific drones just for one thing, you know what I mean? That, that's like mm -hmm. a, that's a good way for them to save on resources too, if you know what I mean. Um, oh. Yeah, but let's take a look at the second one. Go ahead and read that. Oh, the other one, there is no description for this one, but it's called... What is it called there? The maintenance mining drone? It's actually, yep. it's actually called a uh, ambient maintenance mining drone. And that's that one there. This is another one that you mm. see on the website uh, that's been changed a little bit. It's kind of got that like weird, uh, what's that thing called in Star Wars? The black drone? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. You know hey. Yeah. hey, yo, yo, Meg. Ray. Meg, what's up, Meg? One of our soul team members. Thank you, Meg. Sitting your folks over. Thank you. Thank you. Hope you had a great stream. I saw you earlier streaming out there. You're doing Star Citizen tonight. Uh, welcome, folks, uh, from Yo Yo Meg. We appreciate you guys being here. Um, yeah, that's a weird looking drone. I don't know. Which one do you guys like better? <laughs> you know I mean, what? That one kind of has like a military feel to me. You know, that, mm, this I, one kind of has more of a civilian feel to me. You know, that looks like something mm. NASA would do. Just like something like Northrop would make. I don't know. Yeah, what do you guys <laughs> think? I don't know. I, I, to me, I don't care what it looks like. As long as it do what you need to do. Okay. When it comes mm. to that. Okay. You okay. know, um, if it if, if if it generates me the ducats that I need, the UEE, whatever you want to call it, hey, 
it gets the job done. Yeah, yeah. And That's how you, I look at it. Yeah, we want you guys to know too, there are multiple drones too. There are drones that are gonna be used for um, diffusing uh, mines. Uh, these are all concept drawings here. We don't know if this is what they're gonna finally look like. So I do wanna emphasize that because these go all the way back to when the Orion came out. These have been around a long time for drones, okay? So we don't know what CIG will ultimately come up with, but these in particular that they did present, they say these do have capability of doing some type of mining. Uh, let's read that last one there, Cal Roddy, that we got. We got one more to talk about. Where's yeah, that? sure thing. So I didn't put it in the hmm. Sidness, mm -hmm. the Great Cat Industrial Sidness is a suit. Is a I was gonna say super spider. Is a spider-shaped industrial mining vehicle. In an early preview, it was called a mining drone. However, the Sidness can support two crew members and has a cockpit. Given its uncertain autonomy, it is likely to require crew, but may be capable of limited automated operation okay let's take a look at a video on that mining drones in the background they fly around and they just go and harvest but then initially they started off pretty small you know like the size of a transit van but now they're like absolutely huge We kind of you know, the initial sort of brief was these sort of deep sea mining rigs yeah. that, that you know go down and, and you can fix things, but you know they've grown and grown since yeah. then. Then, uh, then we came back. Was it got to stick a cab on it? Yeah. yeah. So a fully working cab, so you could get into it and you know fly around. Yeah, potentially in in the persistent universe, you know people could take these these rigs and uh, you know if they, if they had a big enough um, setup and go out and, and, and mine for themselves. So uh, you know there'd be a cost involved, obviously, because these things are huge. Okay. Um you guys can see uh, this thing is gigantic. <laughs> uh, and they say oh, yeah. that there's a cost involved with these as well. I'm curious. I mean, this thing's flying, right? I mean, it's uh -huh. not being transported. It's a pretty big freaking thing. I, can a quantum jump, I wonder? What, what, that's what I'm wondering <laughs> is like moving these things around. Exactly. You know, is this something that you got to slap onto your freaking liberator or something? I don't know. It's, it's Just a, hook onto it. Yeah, well, well, let me ask you this too. Now, Pops and Fish, just so you guys will know, yeah. there's, there's a sign here that tells you how old this is. First of all, <laughs> first of all, mm -hmm. that suit that that guy's wearing is oh, goes yeah. way back. That's the first thing. Second yeah. thing is that this is on Wingman's hangar. That little logo you see on the bottom right is the right. very first show that CIG produced. So that lets you know how far back this is. We're talking like 20, what, 13 maybe? Cal Roddy, yeah, 14? Yeah, 13, 20, 14. This 14, goes back. 14, yeah. Now, we have not heard squat about this thing since then, all right? We did see a very brief prop when they did the first squadron 42 vertical yes, slice it yes. was like a few of them yes. and they were just like okay yes, <laughs> that yes. was it very so subtle it's still an idea that could possibly happen but you can see <clears> the <throat> scale of this thing to the person on the screen as well as the ship that they put it next to uh is this something you guys would be interested in as far as mining because now <laughs> yes I, i'm 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 gonna cut you off because when i saw first saw this uh -huh. I was like what is that <laughs> And I said, okay, because from then heard, heard it, excuse me, hearing about what it can do uh -huh. as far as, I, if, I'm, if I'm wrong, it, it, you're drilling into the ground. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And you got these veins, mm -hmm. just like we know we, we played Icarus and you have those exotic deposits. Mm -hmm. We're drilling into that ground. We're pulling up stuff from out of that. And I know when you have a vein, you, you getting a bunch of stuff right. out of it. 
So that's a lot of money. So yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm really curious to find out what this is. I mean, this was, this is beyond concept drawing, you know, that they would create the animation and stuff for it. So uh, those of you who've been around, you guys have seen this before. If you haven't seen this before, there you go. Um, But again, you know, if CIG continues to expand this career like this, then I'm also very hopeful for other careers. You know, that they, they, they add really a lot of depth to them. Um, a lot of options too, for what people want to do, right? If you want to, there may be a specific reason why you use this particular drone. Don't know, but like you said, maybe this drone for heavy, bad atmosphere, you know what I mean? If it's on a planet with bad storms yeah. and everything else, this is the drone you go, not trying to hold your prospector mm-hmm. steady in the air, but you get in this thing, it locks itself in the ground and you're able to do some work. I'm just making this up, y'all. So this ain't CIG talking. Please don't say <laughs> oh, CIG actually, said that. Confirmed. I'm just saying there's a possible, what if it does this? Or this is what if stuff, okay? Yeah. Well, actually, right. when I, I looked it up, mm-hmm. um, the name Sidness is uh, from, I believe it's the Tigris River. So it has, it's named, that's where the name comes from. Okay. So it made me think, about well they, i believe they actually say it in that it has to do with underwater mining hmm. mm. and underwater that'd be and, interesting uh yeah it made me think of the you know the old style prospectives when you use the pan yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so you know yeah maybe maybe underwater okay as function there well we know that they are going to do things like you said pops that do they've talked about ships and mining and resources and things like that underwater so we'll see yeah. you know i hope they do yeah. put out something like this you know it's different yeah, same. they said it may have a two-man operation or it may have an automated operation uh but you better have some ducats for that i guarantee you it's not gonna mm-hmm. be it's not gonna be cheap to get one of those and operate them so okay all righty uh let's go back and start back with fist on this one fist why don't we start jumping into vehicles or the different types of ships now uh we start with okay. the very first one there <clears throat> all right so uh gray crat um the gray cat rock and the ds the gray cat rock remote ore collector is a single seat mining ground vehicle it is uh excuse me uh, it is designed to mine larger crystalline minerals nodes that are beyond the reach of a hand hand tool, but too small for the prospector or mold. This single seat vehicle is small enough to be transported on ships such as the Cutlass Black, Freelancer, Mercury Star Runner, and Valkyrie, allowing it to be easily transported around the surfaces of the planets and moon. Are any of you guys rock miners or? or yes. Yes. Yeah, we've done it. Heck yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. And I hate to oh, say yeah. this, I haven't rock mined since the rock came out. Honestly, oh yeah, okay. I have it. I, and that back then it was jacked up. Remember how the the laser you'd brick a rock and then the rocks would fly everywhere yeah. and it wouldn't pick up nothing. Yeah. The, when that vacuum stopped working, that was it for me. I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, uh, but I have. It was people, arguably easier yeah, to mine with the rock back then, it, well, especially with scanners. Yeah, it was, right. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, and that was, that's what I was going to ask you now. How do you feel about where rock mining is now nowadays? Do you feel it's in a better place? Hmm. Nah, <laughs> but maybe nope. it's because I was so accustomed to back then. I have to kind of, you know, readjust myself. But, okay. um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think there's still a nice place when it comes to gray cat rock mining. Okay. Um, but maybe not as you know fruitful as it used to be back then. But 
Um, but I think eventually we'll see some, especially uh, when it comes to cave mining, um, mm-hmm. when we get more access to more caves uh, mm-hmm. for vehicle access, I think we'll see a lot more value when it comes to the to those vehicles and like, like the Great Cat Rock. Yeah. Do you guys have any messages for CIG in relation to the Rock DS? Oh, God. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Well, that... That that laser operator, <laughs> um, I'm just gonna put it to you like this: when animals and all that other stuff comes into play, <laughs> you are hanging that just, person out to dry. Hanging him out there, huh? His little tidbit. I little mean, thing, seriously. Little bit, little bit yeah. of a driver, right? So the driver can get away, right? <laughs> He's gonna be bait for capturing a boreal stalker. Yeah. So I'm just gonna be, hey, yeah, you can be there, and while he's Big while he's being eaten by the boreal stalker, I'm just gonna drive out and trap it that way. So thanks for yeah. being my. But not only dude. not only that is what Karate uh, said earlier. You're not gonna see them in Pyro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and at CIG, I know they've heard this, right? That you know, people as much as they like the idea in some ways of the DS, they also feel that it is not designed well. And uh, there's been a lot of different people who've submitted a lot of different alternative ways. I think the most the most popular thing that people talk about is that person in that chair needs to be enclosed. That idea of being right, exposed right. to the atmosphere, being exposed to the elements while the driver is safe makes no sense at all. So even yeah. CIG, if you put a cab around it and you still want to leave that person stuck out there like a popsicle stick, that's okay. <laughs> but we, but that double one at one in atmosphere, one isn't just does not fly right Um, because mm -hmm. because okay here's the thing right they have to change it and you make a good point that kind of goes back to it because if you get into that seat you have to have on an environmental suit and that's a heavy suit now cig said i don't know correct me if i'm wrong that if you're getting into a seat you can't get into a seat with a heavy suit on Uh, and that's going to be a good question uh uh uh, fist because it's what they said was heavy armor Right, and and that, and, that, and that will be considered heavy armor, right? No, because remember no? those suits come up as when you put them on, they come Undersuit. up as undersuits. But, right, but, that but, is but, true. No, okay. no, no. But to your point, that's a good point. You know, mm-hmm. will you be able to right later on? Because you're right, it's a big bulky suit, right? Right. Now there may be some other limitations that CIG can put in. You guys have seen, I'm theory crafting, y'all. Warning, theory crafting, warning. You guys have seen where they have the machines with the oxygen tanks throughout this throughout the game in different locations. Have you guys seen okay. that? Yeah. You know, like at the train stations yep. and stuff, there's oxygen tanks. I wonder whether or not, let's say if you want to make that thing have some, you know, the, the DS or the thing, you know, mean something, maybe you have to replace the oxygen because it's an enclosed cab. You have to replace those mm. tanks or something. You know what I mean? You can't sit okay. out there all day with oxygen for no reason. You know what that I mean? That makes sense. Something right. like that. Maybe in the cab, you've got to replace the bottle so that you can be inside, like you said, fist in a flight suit or whatever, work inside of there. Because we know that there's going to be a limitation on flight suits. Oxygen right. is going to go back to that thing where you can only wear a suit for 20, 30 minutes without taking oxygen. So I'm curious to see how they'll... Uh, approach this thing with the rock ds i i like the fact that two people can go out there right like you get your buddy go out and make some money that's very cool but that that exposed to the atmosphere stuff not to mention exposed to the teeth of anything else that's out there just ain't cool we gotta they gotta do something exactly exactly i do something with that okay okay uh fist what's the next one we got up all righty here we go uh we got miss prospector single operator all right Miss Prostor has long been the preferred ship for solo miners and surveyors throughout the universe. 
featuring mist, sleek design, sensibility, a bevy of high-tech mining tools, and dedicated storage pods for extracted resources. This utilitarian powerhouse perfectly balances form and functionality. Very first mining ship we got in game, pretty mm. popular. Um, but a price jump, right? To jump into on the career side, you know, you come into the game, you can start doing cargo and some other things for less than $100 back in the game. Uh, thankfully, you can earn it, right? You can work for it and earn it in game, right. uh, which is cool. It's not too bad to do that. Um, everybody got a prospector here? Had one? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you have an Orion, you have uh, as a loan. You get one, right, as a loan, right? Okay. Yeah, um, pretty happy with the ship. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. There's some things about the prospector we don't know, or I don't know. Maybe you guys know. Uh, will they put in a filtering system that will allow you to filter out inert materials? Uh, because That's you, been the big question. Right, because right me. now it still sucks everything in. I've heard that they will do it. Um, I don't think it does separation. Unless I'm wrong, Calrati, do you remember if it's supposed to separate into the bags? Can you say bag, like, like, like with the expanse, you can do that. Can you do that right. on this ship? Can you say no. bag one, this um, bag two? I'm talking about later. I don't ever remember um, them talking about that. Do you? I don't remember them talking about that, but I would say that the decision of whether or not that that happens or not, I think also depends on the sh the mining ship that comes. I mean, we have the mole, right? Um, but I think it also it, it it also is affected by whatever other iterations of mining ships that come later on. Like if it's between Mole and Orion, mm -hmm. to get a to get an idea of how advanced a ship has to be, be to tailor right. that kind of functionality to see okay, um, should players do this or that, depending on their mining operations, depending on the environment and those things, if they really need to do that. Mm -hmm. So I think they're also basing it on those future decisions as yeah. well. I'd be happy if they just filter out inert. And, mm, and as right. you mentioned, we'll talk about the mole next because the mole has way more functionality. There's an actual couple operator areas in there. And maybe the mole, as you said, will get that level of separation of materials, which, which would I mean, make sense to me there. We do have um, uh, an active consumable that does that. So it's a matter of whether they ch uh, is it active or passive? I can't remember, but it's a matter it's of whether passive. Do you guys remember? Mm -hmm. I forgot. Right. I, I see forgot that. All about that. Czar. that. Yeah. Yep. Czar said it. Yeah. Okay. So there is a past module. That, so it's a matter of whether they want to make it not redundant, but you know, to some extent, capable, and whether or not okay, there are some advantages and disadvantages to have it right. um, built into the into the ship. Um, so yeah, who knows? See y'all. I'm one who put all yeah. the stuff together, and I didn't know that's what the filter did. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. So thank that's you right. guys for yeah, telling the, me the that. Because right? I'm sure yeah. gonna start buying the passive filter now, because I was not buying <laughs> yeah. one before. But I will be now, because I'm tired of dodging all that inertia. That's like sixty, eighty thousand something. Yeah, like it ain't cheap. Okay. Yeah, what I, someone mm -hmm. tell me this though, but that little thing. Ever since the ship came out, I can't remember what that little thing in the back of the prospector does, or it's or what it's supposed to do. When you get out of the ship, yeah, <laughs> and that little thing just comes down mm -hmm. and it just opens up for you. What is that supposed to be? I can't remember in the design doc what is that remember. what that is supposed to, what is that is supposed to do. I do not no remember. Idea. We'll have to find out, I guess. Okay. Alrighty, that's the uh, missed prospector. Let's move it right along here. What else we got next? All right. All right, so we got the Argo Mole. This is a multi-operator. The Argo Astronautics Mole Multi-Operator Laser Extractor is a medium-sized multi-crew mining ship. 
with three independent mining turrets and comprehensive crew facilities. It is a ship perfect for efficient multi-crew mining. In addition, a large array of 24 mineral pods ensures that nothing valuable will never be left behind. The mole lives, excuse me, by the adage, many hands make for light work. And I didn't mention this about the prospector. You guys know that the prospector has uh, four uh, of those bags on the side. Yeah. And just know that that's the, when you see those extended, there's another mm. set above them. So you actually have eight on the prospector. On Whoa. the mole, because you have six, is it, it's, is it eight of them or six bags on each side? Eight bags or six? I forget. I think it's eight. It's eight. So there's another right. set above those. There's two more sets above those. That's the reason why they come up with this number of 24 mineral pods. Oh, uh, wow. Axis, thank you so much for that resub. Appreciate that very, thank very you. much. Thank you. So that's what they're talking hey, about there. thanks for now, the subscription. Again, this ship, you've got three positions with lasers. You've mm -hmm. got a pilot and a co-pilot seat on this ship, which is interesting. And then there's also the operator section in that middle section of the ship. And that's what I was referring to earlier. You know, will this ship be a ship where somebody can actually go up there and maybe we don't know what those controls are for, but, uh, they're there for some reason, as we always say, if CIG spends that much time and effort into something that's not there for decoration, right. will, mm -hmm. will that be the area where maybe before or after someone can actually or during or after can sit there and actually sort materials into different pods. I don't know, maybe that's where you go to eject the pods. We don't know yet, right? But I am mm -hmm. curious to see what other positions are there because even though that we just mentioned three lasers, there's still a co-pilot seat. And I mean, unless that person's just sitting there, whatever, you know, cause I'm not sure what they would be doing, you know. Um, they could be scanning, they could be scanning. Yeah, they could be scanning. But then you do have still that, that workstation in the back. And I'd be really curious to see what that does too. Do you guys have a, a well? Have you guys operated in a mole before? This was our oh, main yeah. mining ship. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. We would go out all the time. Now, in it. how do you feel about crewing it? Do you go out solo? Go out with two? Go out with three? Oh, well, whenever we would play the game and do mining, we we'd always go into the mole because I would always be the you know the pilot, uh -huh. possibly jump in the middle, okay. and you know we just go out and just. The surface mine and you guys are doing yeah. two of you okay that's cool that's yeah. cool yeah we we went out on an adventure one time with on kimmy mm -hmm. yeah okay uh, okay <laughs> now i've got the reason why i asked is that i've seen people i know one person our good friend robber who enjoys wow quarrelsome prime thank you Great. thank you for that right. quarrelsome prime thank you welcome everybody to the soul citizens we appreciate that Carlson, hope you had a very, very good stream and you get some very good rest afterward. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I was mentioning about our friend Robba. Robba will take his mole out solo. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, he that a, he right there. He a tough guy. Okay, wait a, a minute. Guy. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, he is. I don't do it. Now, he don't care. Now, I'm, mm. no, but, 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 I mean, don't get me wrong. He functions. He does it, makes his money and everything. Okay. Um, okay. I, I like going out with a full team. You know, I like right. going out with a pilot right. and three operators. I really do. Right. Uh, because when you get that op type of operation, and don't get me wrong, Robert will go out. It'll be, we've gone out together as a group too, but I'm saying he has no hesitancy about going out in a mall by himself. But when I've been with okay. him and Colossal and some other people, we get together and man, when you got a nice 
three-person operation in those lasers. Oh, plus man, a good pilot. So efficient. It's like boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's oh, really, yeah. really good. So, so I, yeah. Yeah, so I okay. really do enjoy that. I do enjoy that. Cal Roddy, what I gotta, about you? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Okay. I want to see, because before we get off of the thing, I want to understand, because I got to speak to Robert. I want to see Robert solo this thing at Calliope and High Winds. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. He, he probably stays away from that. He keeps it within oh, reason. Oh, man, I'll be that shout out. But, you know, I'm more spooked about just if somebody comes after me. You know what I mean? I just, you, know, you got to make that trip yeah. down that ladder and everything else, man. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm too spooked out by that. Like I said, he's a tough guy, like I said. <laughs> he's a tough guy. All right, last but not least, let's hit the, uh, the granddaddy of them all. Go ahead there, Fist. Oh, this is my baby, my dear to heart. I call her the Ugly Betty, the RSI Orion Heavy Industrial. The Orion is the premier multi-crew mining ship in the universe, utilizing up to seven crew stations for efficiency, rapid mining of large ore deposits. The Orion's features include high-grade turret-mounted tractor beam arrays, plenty of mineral storage, and a cabin designed by the team that brought you the Aurora and Constellation. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I Once again, Cal uh, Roddy, I'll start with you because these guys have already told Yeah, they, uh, they're set, man. Yeah, are you... They're uh, ready and waiting. Are you interested? I mean, this is the industrial ship. I mean, this may be yeah. too much for a lot of people, right? I mean, some people may say, hey, that's just way too much ship for me. Uh, is this something you could see yourself doing or working on or, you know, what are your feelings about it? I mean, of course. I mean, it was, it was, it has, it has a cabin designed by the team that, you know, that brought us the Aurora. So, I mean, of course I'm, 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 I'm for it, okay. but on a more serious note, um, given what we saw with the reclaimer and that whole multi-crew kind of aspect with regards to even the mundane things like handling the cargo and those things, I'm even more excited with when it comes to using the Orion. Mm. Um, you know, and that's one of the things that I'm very, very curious about. Um, and that feeling, that experience of being in that crew and handling, you know, whatever operations that we need to handle, because we know that, okay, with the expanse, for example, even though that's a refiner, not a miner and not a miner, we know that there may be, you know, just a single other operation that we'll have to do. So kind of combining that and extrapolating it. Um, in conjunction with what we're seeing with the reclaimer with regards to the operations and requirements that may be needed, I'm really curious and looking forward to even being part of the actual crew within the Orion, you know, both ex executing the operations and also kind of, you know, just experiencing that whole multi-crew life in a, in a large capital ship miner. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What makes me think is the, the, the learning curve. Um, that's going to be needed to operate this ship with all the different stations and, um, you know, the refining station, mm -hmm. the, who's operating the, the, the beam, mm -hmm. you know, who's the drone operator. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wish we'd, um, have a, that, that's what I was thinking about the, the hangar the other day, how big a ship will we be able at least in hanging, you won't be able to do any mining in a hangar, but at least you'd be able to go around and get yourself familiar with the different stations. Uh, things like that. I'm just really wondering about the training that's going to be needed for that ship. Okay. Yeah. Fist, any thoughts about the, uh, the Orion? Man, I'm just, I mean, first of all, as you can see, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I drool over it, dream about <laughs> it, you know, when that time comes. 
Um, like, you know, Conradi, yourself, and uh, my dad said, you know, I, I am definitely looking forward to being out in deep space okay. with this thing, whether or not if it's mine or just being on somebody's within okay. the org or something like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, the, the one thing about this ship over, and I shouldn't say over the other ones, um, in the other ships, the expertise is being able to handle a laser, right? Knowing, mm -hmm. the, knowing the laser that you're using, whichever one you're using, uh, knowing the indicators and the, con the controls, the HUD, things of that nature. The mm -hmm. Orion introduces a whole nother dynamic of careers. Uh, Pops, you mentioned some of them. There's a scanning operator, mm -hmm. there's a spectrum analyzer person, uh, there's the mm -hmm. pilot of the ship, there is the tractor beam operators, there is a, a feeding, I forget what it's called, but it's like a conveyor thing that brings mm -hmm. the stuff into the ship. There's the refinery area of the ship. There's like eight positions, if I'm not mistaken, on this mm -hmm. ship, distinct positions. So this is not the ship that you're gonna, you and your best friend are gonna go out and handle yeah. and go do industrial mm -hmm. strength mining. Uh, it's gonna be demanding, but at the same time, obviously profitable. Uh, because of what this ship can do. This is the one that goes out and eats asteroids, you know, and really does mm -hmm. a really good job. And is and is intended to your point, Fist, deep space, right? This is the one you go out into. You're not taking a round just to go out in the belt and come right back, probably. You're gonna take the ship and spend a lot of time right. out there in, in the in the verse, uh, if you're gonna use a ship like this. Saltrine, 63. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that follow. Appreciate Thanks it. for the follow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So yes, do I own an Orion? Yes. I own all the mining ships and I love it because I want to be able to take my friends and say, which one y'all want to take? Let's go and make some, That's money. Right. Make some money. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, this one lands on me, right? The next one. Yeah. Refining. Let's talk about that. We're moving from the mining aspect now to refining. Uh, refining is the process by which ore and other raw materials obtained from mining are filtered and purified into a more valuable resource. These resources may then be transported and sold for higher profits. Citizens may choose a variety of methods of refinement, which each have different costs, efficiencies, and speeds. Refining is conducted primarily at refinery decks and in the future on certain ships, such as the Orion and the Expanse. And we wanna kind of reiterate that, that there are two ships that CIG has told us will be doing refining. There's actually a third ship that they referenced they brought up, and I'm going to bring it up when we get to it later, but I ain't going to talk about it right now, um, but refining. Uh, I think all of you guys were around back in the day when we didn't have refineries, right? We just used mm -hmm. to be able to just sell raw material, and that was yep. it. Do you guys take the time to refine, or do you just say, screw it, I need my money now, whatever I can get? <laughs> I always refine. Yeah, I, I, I refine. Um, yeah. it's, it's definitely a... a logistical thing too mm -hmm. you know because you got to know which because each station has yields yeah. you know to what materials uh, you can get out of you know as far as percentages and stuff mm -hmm. like that so it's, it's definitely a uh a chart table thing yeah yeah since you mentioned it galrati why don't you go ahead and let folks know where they can go <laughs> All right, so you guys can see it. Refinery locations, Arc L1, Wide Forest Station, Arc L2, Lively Pathway Station, Arc L4, 
Faint Glen Station, Crew L1, Ambitious Dream Station, Hurston L1 or Her L1, Green Glade Station, Her L2, Faithful Dream Station, Mike L1, Shallow Frontier Station, and Mike L2, Long Forest Station. All those places that you can go to refine your mind goods. What's your favorite, Cal Roddy? Where do you go most of the time? So... It's a good thing that you pop that you mentioned that. So usually I'm, I I I mine around our corpse, so it can either be Arc L one or Arc L two. Okay. Uh, but I do hope that in the future, and I'm looking forward in the future to there being a lot more distinct differences to really encourage us to you know go to certain locations. I mean, yes, there there are, you know, there are yield differences and there are also efficiency and use case differences. But um, you know, that's the other thing I guess you know that needs to be iterated on and you know built on in the future so at the moment i usually just go to arc l1 and arc l2 mainly because that's where i mine around arc and lyria mm -hmm. and either the asteroid belt the aaron halo uh so that's one of the things that i'm hoping that they actually you know, you know kind of work on so okay. yeah okay fist you got a spot you go to all the time you know i don't have a, a designated spot that i go to all the time um usually like depends on what i'm what i'm you know what material i'm i'm, I'm getting okay so and I, I if i haven't done it in so long though but i used to have that website that had the chart of each station mm -hmm. where it tells you With which one and stuff and the times, right exactly yeah. so mm -hmm. i would go based off of that okay you know okay pops you got a favorite one no, they all look alike to me. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> well, my I, I got my favorite ones, and it's not a scientific reason, but I'm always in either Arc L1 or L2 because my baby is near there. You know, I got to stay near, you know, R Corp. So, <laughs> anyway, okay. that's an inside joke, y'all. All right. The people who get it, oh, they get it. All right. Got it. You just I got just it. Got okay. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh but no actually i do now I, mind you i uh i have used hurl l1 uh and i've used crew l1 i have used both of those i have not used the new stations that they just added mikhail 2 and arc l4 i have not used those stations i think i visited arc l4 um but there is those of you who do know there is there are differences in some of these stations and their yields some take may pay out quantanium more somebody may pay gold out more it all depends. Uh, so pay attention to those numbers. If you see a plus three, plus four, whatever, you know that that one plays a higher yield. You might see a minus two or minus three. Yeah, you're going to get paid, but you're not going to make as much money on the yield that you have. Okay. There's something to keep in mind. All right. All righty. Let's move out of there. Let's talk about the mobile refinery because we just read about that a second ago. Uh, Fist, why don't you hit, is it, is it Fist this time? Yes, that's yes, on me. Yeah. yeah. All right. So mobile refinery, the expanse. The expanse is a single seat refinery ship manufactured by Musashi Industrial and Starflight Concern. It is designed to process frontline raw ore, then either transfer to a dedicated cargo ship or sell the refined ore itself. Ideal in combination with mining vehicles such as the prospector and or cargo ships like the Fall A, the expanse shines as a critical part of an organized mining team. Okay. And this is where we're starting to move toward the, uh, when I was talking about earlier about how this whole mining career is getting fleshed out. You know, we've mm -hmm. been pretty much just having mining ships this whole time, hand mining, 
mining ships, but now we're starting to expand into this area of refining. And the expanse was something that caught us completely off guard. Uh, we knew that there was a refining ship two years ago. They told us, yeah, we're working on a refine. Actually kind of looks like the little silhouette that they put up there. Uh, but Calrati, what are we going to do about that name? What are we going to do about <laughs> that name, man? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Orion, yeah, I kind of get it. Prospector, I definitely get it. Mm -hmm. Expanse? I kind of wonder. Somebody just binge watch the show that weekend and say, okay, that's, yeah. what a name. We'll call it The Expanse. What? I, what? Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Talk I, to I me about this. Theory. What you got to do? I have pops? a theory. Uh -huh. Yeah, I have a theory. Let's hear it. It was dartboard day. Is that what and it was? Somebody just <laughs> they took a up there? dart at a bunch of names, <laughs> and it, it, that's where it landed. Is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, okay. You know what, Shimpasta? Interesting way to look at that. Shimpasta mm. just gave us something, some light at the end of the tunnel. That the, the expanse mm. is expandable. I'll buy that for mm. a dollar, Shimpasta, but only a dollar, okay? <laughs> yeah. Only a dollar, okay? It's it's kind of there. I'm, you might have you might have turned the Titanic a little bit for me on that one, okay? Yeah, call it the refiner. There you go, Rogue. I agree. Yeah. Um, okay. So you know, this is something that we were really excited about. Now, very specialized, right? Fist may not be for right. everybody, right? No, you're right. Okay. Um, because this is a ship that processes, it does what the refineries do at the stations. We don't know what, but we don't know. Okay, this is what we do know about it. We okay. know that it refines on site. We know that it uses certain other products in the process of refining. So you have to mm. purchase some stuff in order for this thing to work. Chemicals, whatever it is, certain things that you do as the operator. We know that you also have to manage the operation. It's not a matter of just throwing it in the oven and it pops out. You've got to actually work controls and stuff to determine how to get the greatest and best yield. So there's going to be some type of something that you've got to do as the operator, right? Right. Okay. Um, go ahead. We're now, I, I, mm -hmm. I have a thing to think about this because maybe somebody may know. Okay. Because just like with the stations, as we just talked about, the stations have yields plus and minuses, right? Mm -hmm. Will there be a benefit to going to a station versus going to the expanse? And that, that question is the question that is the number one question that everybody asks. What is the benefit? Why should I do the expanse? You know, and, and you know, there may be reasons, right? Let me give a good example of one reason why you may do it. If there's no place to sell your stuff anywhere near there, or refine rather, Correct. no place to refine, right? You got to do three or four jumps to take your stuff somewhere where if you sell your stuff right there at that moon and the planet next to it is willing to buy that stuff like that and pay you, it's worth it. You know what I mean? Right. That could be one of the reasons why I'm sure there's other reasons that CIG will create, right? But you're right. With Stanton having so many refineries in it right now, we say, where's the competition, right? Why even go through all that work when I can just go drop my stuff off within two minutes and, and have the same, and have it in a safer way of refining it, right? Uh, right now, what happens if CIG does like they do with NPCs, where mm -hmm. they say that, yeah, you can buy an NPC, but an NPC will never be as efficient as a human player. So what if refining mm -hmm. becomes that same thing? Yeah, you can drop it off at RKL2, but you will get greater yield and efficiency if you do it yourself. 
that could I hope be so. the, that could be the other reason for doing it. But then what what comes along with that, right, is the expertise to do so. Just because right. you got a human in there, just like the just like the turret gunner, right? You got a crummy turret gunner in there, so what? But somebody who knows what they're doing, great, great scanning person, knows what they're doing, great, great person that knows refining, great. Right. So that may be like you said, that equal that thing, the equal the equalizer, right? For why you would do Correct. one over the other, right? And maybe why some people are willing to pay the money or back or work toward this ship because they really are gonna get off on being able to produce high yield resources and material in the game yeah can i say um to the reasons why you would use the expansion you could um you know price you you, you mentioned that uh the market what if the market what if you you know use it to stockpile mm -hmm. you know in your uh in your warehouse or, or whatever it is so that, yeah. that that way you wait for the market to rise yeah because if you take it to the refinery you're automatically selling it right then and there at that at that at that price. Well, so you could use it. Let's let's talk about that when we get to the cargo decks, pops. Don't forget. Okay. okay, make sure we bring that back up because what you will do with the with the with the expanse to pops's point is you ain't paying the fees that you're gonna pay in the right. right? That's true. Because right now we don't know what those fees are. We got these dummy right. numbers in there right now, but you may find out that refining in a you know in a in a system where minerals are. Um, abundant maybe not that much mm -hmm. but then you've got a sole refinery in some system they the only one within eight systems away and these jokers want to charge you almost a third <laughs> of your freaking mm. profits to refine right mm -mm. now you got a problem i apologize i had to be like the last one pull out the piston just put it <laughs> <laughs> like say what you want me to think that yeah so you know the, one of the things that they mentioned here too about the expanse this introduces two elements right either the element of you refine you drop your bags you have some other type of transport cargo ship that picks up that material and takes off or you can fill it up but once you get them eight bags filled up that's it buck stops there and you can take that stuff in yourself. For some people, they may do that because for the time frame to drop that stuff off someplace, especially if it's a two-person operation, right? It's doable. You know, by the time I go and drop those bags off and come back, my person and my prospector has already unloaded four more bags for me and I can start working on that. Then again, some people might have a major operation going on where they want that expanse to stay in that area. Maybe there's two, three prospectors or a prospector and a mole working. And now you brought somebody in with a whole A. Did you guys notice they specifically said the whole A? Because yep. do you think that those bags will be attachable to a ship like the whole A? Because all we've seen so far is boxes. Do you think that they'll make it so that there is a way to bring those bags onto a whole A? I guess it depends on how that cargo grid thing works, you know? Because, I mean, we know that most likely the cargo grid will trap the, the, the cube-like versions, but whether or not even on a plate it can actually trap some kind um the the pod mm -hmm. um later on at least um if they'll rethink it um so that's what i've always been curious about um how the cargo grids work and if it's magnetic or in some way um especially as it's vertical how that's going to work um for the non scu mm -hmm. dimensioned um boxes yeah good question good question we will find out okay all right, let's move on past uh, the expanse because that's the one mobile way we have to do some stuff. Mm. And let's get into these processes here. We we talked about um, 
<clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, the refining process is done through work orders, which can be dispatched at refining terminals located in the processing centers. Uh, different refining methods have different durations, costs, and yields associated with them. Here are the different categories. Speed, the speed at which the refining is done. All refinery jobs are completed in real time, regardless of whether the citizen is logged in or not. So keep that in mind. Cost, the relative cost in AUEC of the refinery job per unit of one. And lastly, yield, the bonus or penalty refined material provided after completion of the job. So we talked about that plus and minus thing when you go to a different location, you need to see whether or not refining a material here has a positive to it. In other words, greater profitability or a negative to it. And sometimes you have to eat that negative. Sometimes you just, you know, you got the no stuff, other choice, man. No other choice, right. You got to, it's a negative two. And it's like, yeah, but this other stuff I got. Now, that's the other thing they haven't allowed us to do yet, guys. And talk to us a little mm. bit about that sorting stuff. Like, you know, when you go there now, you got to dump everything. Mm -hmm. you, you can't say, mm -hmm. we'll only leave the gold here. I'm going to take my titanium mm -hmm. over to here, right? You're kind mm -hmm. of forced to dump everything. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. Okay. 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 Um, Cal Roddy, why don't we go ahead and talk a little bit about these different uh, methods and stuff, okay? Yeah, sure. And in advance, excuse my pronunciation with some of these things. Anyway, <laughs> let's go. Refining methods. Cormac method, the Dynex Solvention, Electro... Electro sterilizes. Thank you. I, I was going to say that. I but, you, know, know. To say yeah. you said it too fast, so I, I, you didn't give me a chance to <laughs> say it, man. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Gaskin process. The Kazan winnowing. Who? Who? Anyway. Yeah. Pyrometric chromolysis. Chromolysis. Yeah. yeah, that. Yeah. Thermonet. <laughs> <laughs> You're Thermodynamic de deposition uh -huh. an XCR reaction. Thank uh, God for the last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, just no, right. they, cut you, they cut you a little slack on that very you last one, it. right? You made it. You made, you it. made it. You made Which it. Which is weird. I can speak multiple languages, but it seems that shit. You forget <laughs> thank it. you. No, thank you. They call techno babble, right? The techno babble. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So let me ask you guys, Pistol, I'll go to you first. Uh, what methods okay. have you used that are up here? And which one do you use most of the time? I've used pyrometrics, mm -hmm. pyrometric, and I believe I've used thermonatic. That, yeah, the one Cal Roddy said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right, right. There you go. Right, right. Yeah, right. No, I mean, I think I used the pyrometric because I remember getting some like quantanium from somewhere. I mean, I haven't done it in so long, mm -hmm. but I think that's what I did because I wanted to see that. I think that was the maximum yield yeah yeah uh one so mm. i wanted to test it out that's what i was doing at the time so okay, okay. calroddy what about you yeah that one uh i think oh that would be the solve the solvention i think is what i normally go with yeah uh that's the one that you normally takes about a day and day and some hours to actually um get the highest yield yeah but the, the speed is very very low and the cost of course is low so yeah. that's what i normally go with the most unless it's something that if I'm just, you know, mining anything that I see, then mm -hmm. I would just go with the highest cost. And, and so I would sometimes just out of the sake of it, just go with a Gaskin process okay. just to see how it is. But yeah, with my, if I'm mining with Quantanium, it's usually normally just the solve engine. Okay. Pops, mm -hmm. what about you? Any particular one? 
Yeah, well, yeah, we've used um, the one my son said. Which one did you say? Pyrometric. Oh, pyrometric. Pyro okay. I'm yeah, the pyrometric and the dia. Diane Dynex Solvention. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the one yeah. I do exclusively now. Just yeah. be, just because my pattern when I go when I get into my mood to mine, I mine, I'll mine every day. And every day I drop at least one load. So that means every 24 hours I'm bringing in about 350,000 in credits. So every 3 days it's a million roughly. Um that's just a pattern that I have just done. My question is to you guys, do you think Right now, these are all available, at least at the stations when I go to it. Do you think that they'll break these down, or just like everything else, where some things will be located in some place and some in other places? Because most, like for me, why would I, the way, the way I operate, why would I pick anything else of those 10 items? Why I'll just always pick Dynex. What happens if I go to a station and Dynex is not available now? You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Do you and think that they'll start doing that? I think that also connects to what what I was saying and what I'm hoping that they do with regards to differentiating these different stations, you know. And I think also even with the expanse um, and the refining process, I can see not the active experience of refining, mimicking these things, but implementing modules to kind of mimic these kind of refining methods, um, even during the active refining process. So maybe a module may mimic the XCR reaction mm -hmm. somewhat, you know, in terms of the yield versus the speed. Mm -hmm. um, even though the, the, the mobile refining, they've stated that it should be faster than the refining, the station based. Okay. But in terms of comparing, um, you know, I can see where different stations can have the uniqueness in terms of their different refining methods to kind of justify, okay, if I am going to a particular station, should I choose this station? And even if I'm actually choosing this station, do I have the reputation and a bunch of other factors to mm. allow me to land there to do my refining? Wow. Yeah, we haven't even gotten into that. You know, that could be a huge limitation mm -hmm. for a miner that if your reputation does not meet the requirements of that system to be able to, there may be a station there, but you just can't land there. Yeah, ruined station don't want no UEE scum landing. Yeah, there. what a pain in the butt that would be, right? You're forced to have to jump into another system, possibly. I mean, hopefully there's one in this, maybe it's across the other side of the system. Maybe it's a pain mm -hmm. in the butt to get to, but what if that system is just generally, you know, hostile to whatever your reputation is? Now you, like you said, you're forced to maybe Maybe the next two, three systems you jump through, there are no stations. You've got to jump maybe five jumps, you know, yeah. to get somewhere. Mm. Wow. That is a, thanks Cal Roddy for ruining that idea about mining. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Truly appreciate that. All righty. Okay. All right. Uh, let's jump out of these and move on to cargo ships and, and different right. vehicles. Uh, Fist. All right. Well, cargo ships, uh, read them off. We have the mule. We have the Freelancer Max, we have the Constellation Taurus, and Starfare Gemini. Now, interestingly enough, I did not include the whole A here because I mm -hmm. do have it coming up later. So okay. it's, it's interesting that they mentioned it in relation to being able to move things from the expanse. I have it set up for when you want to transport the stuff after it's refined. So we'll talk about mm. it. We'll talk about it there, uh, but we can talk about it here too. Um, let's talk about the mule first, right? Okay. Um, what's the mule got to do with any of this stuff? How, you know, how, what are we going to use the mule for? Any thoughts? Mm. So, mm. 
I'm, remember that oh sorry go ahead. go ahead yeah no go ahead okay. so i was gonna say real quick remember that one isc where jared was teasing about that whole refine i think it was a refining kind of station on the surface of the moon or some kind of resource management station on the surface of the moon mm -hmm. and it was a surface-based refinery and i was thinking okay um in places where in places where there may be no fly zones, etc., mm -hmm. and you have to transport these refined ore or these refined material from point A to point B, then maybe ships, ships like the mule and those things can add, that can support um, these kinds of cargo on the ground may act as some kind of bridge to transport these ships, or the, sorry, not the ships, but the actual refined materials to your ship where there is a fly safe zone, right? Or um, where there isn't a no-fly zone, you know? So, um, and that kind of reminds me of when I was doing this, just, you know, role-playing and I was doing a bunker mission and I landed my ship, you know, about approximately two kilometers away and I got my, my mule out and I just rode that, uh, and I just drove my mule to the bunker, got some cargo and went back. So um, I can see it having some kind of incentive with regards to no-fly zones and giving some justification to using a vehicle versus a, um, a ship. Um, but yeah. Okay. Okay. And you guys got any other thoughts about mm -hmm. what the mule could be about? I guess it would, you know, uh, would be there to, um, once your stuff is finished processing, you know, you need to put it on your freelancer. Mm -hmm. That's the vehicle to, you know, your yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... we, we got a hint this week with that whole thing about the reclaimer, right? The cargo refactor. Mm. Remember that whole process of yep. once those boxes came in, you yeah, gotta move them around. Shoveling so, out. Yeah, yeah right. uh, there ain't gonna be none of this stuff just popping into your ship no more. <laughs> you gotta move that stuff around, right? So you may have a a a, a, a mule right in your starfare in your Connie tours to help move this stuff around quickly. Yeah, you can hand walk it off if you want to, but you may find that it's faster to move using something like that, right? Freelancer Max and Connie Taurus are pretty popular ships uh, in the sense of moving stuff. People were really excited that the uh, Taurus finally came in game. Uh, they both carry a, a decent amount of, uh, of, uh, of space and also a defensive capability. Um, so those are popular ships too. I want to talk about the Starfarer and the Gemini because some of you may remember that a little while back, a little while back, who is that? Oh, the few. Oh, few. Thank you. Thank you so much for that raid. Party of five. Thank you. Welcome, welcome, everybody from the few. Few, hopefully you had a great stream. Thank you so much for sending your loved ones here, and we'll try to take care of them. Um, the Freelancer, Max and Taurus, Common Ships, Starfarer, Gemini. A little while back, CIG was talking about mining. And this is when they started talking to us more about their vision for that ship. We knew that the Starfarer would harvest gases and hydrogen. Then we also found out when they started talking about refueling, they made a statement. They said that when someone is mining, they could bring their resources from their prospector or their mole to the Starfarer. And they didn't say anything more than that. What are your thoughts on that? Does anybody in chat remember that? Because mm. they didn't go into any deep stuff. No, they but did they not. They talked about bringing your resources to the Starfarer. And mind you, we mentioned this mm. earlier, the Starfarer is one of the ships that has a refinery on it. Right, but I thought that refinery was for gas. So why would you bring hard resources to it? 
that's I mean, it could hold a heck of a lot. But, um, I, the only thing I could have hmm, possibly imagine would be if you're, you know, if you need to do some refueling and that they... They were very specific. Here's the deal. They said mm -hmm. resources. I hear you, architect, because they do have interchange. Those those containers in the back of it can be swapped out for different type of things. Uh, quarrelsome. I see you say the thing about quantanium. It carries quantanium. We don't know if there is a quantanium refinery on it, and I don't want to assume that because you saw what happened with the Odyssey, right? What they said. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just quoting them. I'm quoting them. You can bring your resources. They didn't specify what. Okay, now Shimpasta, I think it was, let me scroll up here, let me look at this. I think, uh, yeah, Shimpasta said maybe provisions for the crew. You said resources, so I- Yeah, but we, are, we talking, are we referring to refined material, not edible? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that is true. I mean, we're talking about mining, but I mean, but they were talking about the cargo ships right now, so I don't know what they really mean but that's a good suggestion i don't know the only thing i can i can really that uh crosses my mind is that they didn't mention um mining um colonies i don't know if it would have something to uh do with delivering uh those materials to a colony uh, well let me put it this way. This is in relation to, it wasn't like they were talking about using it as a cargo ship. Mm -hmm. This is when they were talking about the refining. Okay. So that narrows it down. Well, then. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there as a challenge, y'all, because CIG didn't say what it what specific. Right. But I, but, but I'll I stay quiet on this one because. Yeah, but what they, did say, but um, what they did say was you could bring your resources there and have them refined. Mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, it, it's, it'll be interesting to see. We know there's a refinery on it. It would be great if it does quantanium. That would be great. But quantanium is volatile. Uh, I've tried to look at how the Starfarer is designed and see, well, where? You know, where does the there. operation yeah. take place for refining? There's a lot of big holes. Mm. Even though I know where the refining canisters are in the back, those two first big ones, the black ones are refining, and the other ones are the ones that carry whatever the items are. But do you right. do it from that panel back there? You know, are they going to create? I hope they do. That would expand the Starfarer even more, right? More stuff that you can do with it. Beyond, you know, we've talked about carrying water and fuel and stuff, but man, if you could actually refine some other type of stuff, maybe stuff that we don't even know about, it'd be great. So let's see where CIG goes with that. So those of you who got that Starfarer out there, hang on to Keep it, close. especially yeah. if you only paid one eighty five for it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> hang on to it, all right? You may get your money's worth even more. But if you're working for one, I will tell you to hang on to it too, okay? All righty, let's move on past this here. Where are we at? Where do we leave off at? Cargo deck. Cargo decks. decks. Cargo decks, all right, cargo decks. There we go. Oh, we turn these off. I don't need those. Cargo ships, cargo decks. Okay, now let's talk about some different ships uh, and talk about another aspect of the game that we haven't seen implemented. Now, cargo decks came in quite a while ago, right? Um, but, that was about it. They came in and there wasn't too much of anything else that, that has happened with them. Some people go down there to get their little storage box, but that's about it, right? Um, so you've got the Argo MPUV cargo. 
the Argo SRV, the Argo Raft, and the Misk Hull series of ships. Um, again, we talked about how this career is expanding and gotten deeper now, because as was mentioned, several people mentioned in chat, once you mine, once you refine, pops, you started going down that path, right? When I want to mm -hmm. take my stuff and sell it on the market, maybe I don't want to sell it right now. Maybe mm -hmm. I don't want to even sell it right here, but I also need to put my stuff somewhere, right? Exactly. So cargo decks start to fall into play. Now we've all been down to the cargo decks before. We see the cranes and all this, the, the containers stacked and all that cool stuff. But for those of you who've been to refining stations or, or big stations, you also have seen where the cargo decks are outside, right? Mm -hmm. um, is that just cosmetic fist? Or do you think no. that we're going to pull up to those somewhere or other that box on the external is going to get highlighted and you'll know that's the one that you need to grab and pull out? What do you think they might do? Well, I mean, one thing about CIG is nothing in here is really cosmetic. Mm -hmm. You know, everything has a purpose, um, especially when it comes to industrial stuff like that. So when you pull up to... Uh, cargo deck you I, I believe that it may work like that you know you might see your, your box highlighted or or you may even have an NPC that may come out and say hey listen we got this over here let me show you to you know your stuff you know mm -hmm. something like that so okay pops yeah no I, like I was saying before I, you know just really to store so that you possibly can get the best price um, uh, when the market avails itself to you is, was my my whole um, idea. And then you need, obviously you need the ships to move them around. Uh, the MPV is a great, um, to me, it's a great, if you need to do some delivering, maybe to uh, a bigger ship back and forth kind of a thing, you could use it for that. Okay. Okay. Calrati? Yeah, I can definitely see the, the MPUV um, and other ships um, act as kind of transport ships like, you know, Pops was saying um, to a much larger one. Because the thing is, yes, even though the, the Hull series and, and the Argo Raft, um, you know, by default, they will be able to do, you know, regular trading, whether it's within a single system, et cetera, et cetera. Um, like many things, you can use, you know, these ships for other, um, for other tasks. So, um, you know, especially when it comes to much, much larger ships that just doesn't make sense transporting from one station to another or one location to another um, with regards to, you know, getting the cargo and organizing the cargo. Some of these ships can actually be pretty useful when it comes to getting cargo from a, a particular moon or planetary surface um, to that larger ship or to that cargo deck um, for your storage. I'm not going to carry or I'm not going to you know, take a much larger ship like a Hercules if it's um, if it costs a lot um, to just you know trans or transport um, you know a whole bunch of my stuff from a planetary location to a station um, if it's just transporting and I'm, and I'm not even you know going to be selling anything. It's just transporting, you know. So when it comes to transporting cargo from a landing zone, a planetary landing zone to a space station. I can see that um, something that costs less, that has less operation cost mm -hmm. um, when it comes to organizing if there's no kind of end pro profit, at least in the short term. Okay. Okay. Any of these vehicles, any of you guys own? Hull series. 
Hull A, my beloved Hull A. I Hull love a. it. Okay. Courtesy, soul citizens. I believe we hold, we, at one point, we hold on the, what's it, the, the D or the E, son? And then we. Yeah, really, actually, we yeah. We, 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 we went big and we, we was like, wait, yeah. whoa. <laughs> and you check the cargoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you know, wait a minute. I was like, okay, um, wait a minute. Yeah. And then, <laughs> let me let me think about this. You know. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, that's then we went and bought the Banner Merchant Man. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, okay. Yeah. Was... All right. Um, which of these vehicles that you see up here do you think will be the one that's used the most at stations? Probably the MPUV. Oh, I'm gonna think. The MPUV, yeah, I think so. Also, yeah, because of how small it is, and I think the the MPUV is also a a version of it is supposed to have a tractor beam, right? Correct. That's exactly what I was thinking. Because that's yeah. what Pop just mentioned, being able to move stuff back and forth, not just to your cargo specific ships, but to your military ships as well. You know, mm -hmm. so I would see that be definitely on there. Yeah. I guess. It, it could also be a matter of whether or not how many people will be um, doing cargo and, uh, you know, be it just regular commodities or refined goods across how many systems. And because of that, the kind of or size of cargo you'll be treating with. So let's say, for example, more persons may be handling larger, a lot larger cargo, et cetera, et cetera. Um, maybe the Argo SRV may be more popular than the Argo MPUV, depending on, of course, how capable both ships are with regards to transporting a particular size of cargo and whether or not, okay, is it cheaper um, for um, to use multiple MPUVs as opposed to using multiple SRVs for organizing and transporting cargo to a much larger um, ship um, before the long haul, you know? Mm -hmm. Now. I want to I want to say something because you mentioned you said which one of these will you see the most on the cargo deck. Now, what if you're in an alien system, right? Mm -hmm. Will CIG, you know, come up with a alien version of the MPUV that you would specifically see that's tied to that system that <laughs> they specifically use? Well, here's the deal, right? CIG has always said that they have no problems with having different manufacturers making ships because everybody has their preference of what they want to use, right? So <clears throat> the alien ship thing is something that a lot of people are excited about, you know, seeing what CIG's alien version of different things will be. What they're going to come up with, who knows? The closest thing we've seen so far is the, uh, what's it called? Gatak? Uh, the Gatak. Yep, the yeah, Gatak. Yeah, the Gatak, right? That's like the first introduction. I mean, beyond the Banu Merchantman, we, the Gatak is like one of the very first ones we've seen a variant of a cargo ship from one of the other races. Um, so I don't know. We'll see, Fist, on that one. That's a good question. I think that the raft is going to be something that you'll see a lot going from station to planet, station to moon, something like that. Uh, it, it holds three containers. If you're trying to deliver to a homestead, something along those lines, um, it could be used as, you know, interplanetary as well. You know, I guess, depending on the need of what people want to use, because it has quantum capability. The Argo SRV, even though a lot of people think of it as the tow truck, it definitely is used for moving cargo boxes as well. Uh, in its graphics, there's, a, there's a, a sequence where it's like on a cargo deck area and it's moving boxes around uh whole series we are we already know what the deal is with those right um c d and e definitely long range you can do long range on the other ones too but planetary with the alpha planetary with mm. the beta um so 
you know, I, I'm curious to see how we will be able to extract, like you said, Fist, maybe that MPVU, MPUV is the ship that's snatching the boxes out and putting it and attaching it to the whole ships, you know? The Argo, mm-hmm. SRV, I'm not the SRV, the SRV could do that. The Raft might even be able to do it, believe it or not. If they configure those cargo boxes in a certain way, you know what I mean, on the deck, on the external, where you mm. actually pull up to that thing, attach, and pull three out at a time, and now bring them over, that would be kind of cool too. Gotta be a good pilot, but it would be kind of cool to see them do something mm. like that. You know, well. I, I also was thinking that they probably would have some type of a mission where uh, scenario, let's say you're Polaris is delivering something to a colony, mm-hmm. and maybe that colony is uh, maybe you know that Polaris can only get but so close to it, and you need you know something to you know pick it up and and transport it there very quickly. And also, maybe if they had something in the game that's super high value and it needs to get to a military ship. Yeah. That would be, you know, that would be an, uh, that would be my choice. It could but be, you know, I think pops the thing about it because the, because the game's not where we want it to be right now. Yeah. Your mm-hmm. cost of putting a Polaris down on a planet surface ain't going to be worth it. You know what I mean? Ain't going to be worth it. It's not, right. I'm talking about for a lot of reasons. Not mm-hmm. only are we talking about aspects of fuel exposure, maneuverability and atmosphere, uh, you know, that that's the job when you've got, when you as that Polaris person, either hiring somebody or you've got something on your ship, maybe you've got that in your hangar, you know, cause you know, they're talking about redesigning this, you know, the Polaris a little bit, right? Maybe there'll be room for not only that fighter, but for you to also have that SRV or MPUV in there. You know what I mean? Cause that's one of the things with the Idris, right? The Idris has got like several of those little MPUVs in it, but you could also be moving things with that. I'm only referencing this cargo decks piece because we know cargo refactors coming in. We know that mm-hmm. we're seeing this this uh, game loop coming up with mining, refining, transport, right? Because you've got to get your stuff someplace afterward. And whether it's moving it from the cargo decks, like Pop said, if you want to store stuff, because hey, I know the price in copper. I've been I've been down to the TDD, which we're going to talk about last. And the TDD says that in Goss, copper is blowing through the roof right now and I've been hitting a good copper mine, I'm gonna store up as much copper as I can so that not am I gonna load, I'm not gonna load up my whole A, I'm gonna have enough stuff to load up my whole C and take mm-hmm. a whole load of copper over there and sell it, right? Mm-hmm. That's gonna be the other purpose of those cargo decks to be able to take that refined material and put it on hold till you're ready to really sell it instead of doing all this running like we do right now, you know, these little small runs, you know? So hopefully that'll, that'll be one of the things we see come out of the cargo decks. All right. Yeah. Another thing I I really see mm-hmm. as c- correct me if I'm I'm wrong. I would really see this ship being a right alongside the Pioneer because the Pioneer doesn't the Pioneer take raw material, and we don't know if it, it takes raw material. We just okay. know it takes some type it of, material. Type of yeah. material. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna be mm. honest with you, pops. More yeah. than likely, it won't be raw. It'll more than likely be refined because refined. that creates a game loop, right? So when you right. go out and get the iron or whatever it is, right, you're going to mm-hmm. refine it. And then, like you said, you're going to bring that thing to where that pioneer is operating because it's going to need pioneer, those resources, right? right? Needed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a very good point. Somebody gave us bits. BBG, thank you. Oh, 500 bits. Woo, thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you, BBG. Thank you. 
Yeah, no, that's a good point, Pops. Absolutely, because we didn't even think about like bringing resources and transport. We've thought about it from the sense of selling it, but then there is that aspect. Or maybe you just need it at your particular, you know, home base, right? You need some type of material, right? We talked about those materials also being sold to repair ships. There's a whole lot of other stuff. Sell it to sell it to Fast Cart with his endeavor, right? He'll need some stuff. Right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, uh, Fist, why don't you read that off for us? The TDD. Yes, sir. Trade and Development Division, TDD. The Trade and Development Division, otherwise known as TDD, is a marketplace located in major planetary landing zones where information determining the supply and sense of demand of various commodities is shown for a given location. Okay, all right. And most of us are familiar with the TDD. I remember back in the day when the TDD popped up in the game, when our corp was, a, Area 18 was a module and we had this place called the TDD, had the nice wooden floors, the glass railings and all this other stuff. And all of it. And we couldn't do nothing, right, Cal Roddy? <laughs> Just stare at it. Just stare at and it. And imagine. Try to break through the wall and go to the little <laughs> office and stuff like that. There was nothing to do, right? <laughs> now, the TDD has been implemented and does have the function of that's where we go and do our trading and our selling. But there's something else that happens in the TDD that we haven't seen implemented yet. We have seen it implemented in our Moby Glass where we get basically the ticker that tells you what the value is of things, resources that are being sold in the verse. But yep. ultimately, the TDD will be trade and development. That will be some of you guys, when you go to Microsoft, like, is it not Microsoft, Hurston? Hurston's got an amazing in their business district. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. like the New York Stock Exchange. I mean, it's just Correct. all the stuff is up there and you've got the prices and all that stuff. That stuff's going to be happening in real time in the game. Um, have you guys thought about how you will keep track of the price of stuff in other places that maybe you don't have access to? Will you have somebody 10 systems away who's telling you what's hot and what's not? One thing about this game, though, I will say this, is definitely two things. Number one, having friends, like you just said. Mm -hmm. Yes. Number two, having this community come up with um websites that tell you or give you information not saying that there sometimes might be real time mm -hmm. but like uh galog uh believe it is yeah um that it's very helpful okay you know now let me ask so, you a question that's the reason why i didn't go that way okay and i i can understand how, how immersive will your immersion be mm. That was my question, uh, because okay, are you saying. stepping okay. out of the immersion to go to a website on the internet to find out, or are you going to say, hey, I, hey, you know, you might tell me, Griff, I'm going to be over in, uh, you know, I'm going to be over in Nick's this afternoon, and I say, hey, man, when you get over there, let me know what gold is going for. I mean, that's immersion <laughs> right there, or am, I, or am I going to go, you know... <laughs> Online. It hey, is. I'm, not, I'm not throwing no rocks at doing it. Don't get me wrong. No, I, I, I go agree to get along to find out what prices are to save myself some trade time. I'm just curious as to what will be the workaround for that because they're putting all that stuff up there for us. They're putting those tickers up there. They're putting those facilities in there. If everybody's just going to go to the internet and pull their information off. Now, mind you, like you said, Fist, it may be more accurate in real time in game because you got to, you know, I don't know if they're going to create, you know, IPs and stuff that allow people to have, is that, is that stuff like that accurate on those sites? Is it like, 
Like if they change it in the game, does it change like that, or is it like a period mm, of time? Does anybody no, know? it's a in chat. I think it's accurate. But you know, I, I wonder. You know, every time I've gone into the TDD, you know, you know what it reminds me of, and this, this is one of my favorite movies. Uh-huh. Maybe everybody else probably you know remember this. Dan Aykroyd and um, not Charlie Murphy, Eddie Murphy. And you know the scene towards the end when they're they're, they're screaming and yelling on the floor, mm-hmm. and they're sell, 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 and buy, buy, buy. I'm waiting to see that happen, <laughs> and things like that running around. That I think that would be a cool immersion. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Inara in ED gives you sell prices from all stations within an hour. Okay. Thanks, Kai. Mm. All right. Mm. Within an hour. Okay. So they're, 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 they're not bad as far as time, you know, stuff goes. I don't know if you're going to lose a lot of time on the market when it does that. Galog is accurate. Yeah, I know they're accurate guys. I'm referring to when the market changes, mm-hmm. what's the time frame are we looking at in the sense of, you know, is it, is it literally like right then or do you wait 15 minutes, 30 minutes? You know, I'm just kind of curious cause I've never really tried to compare the times in real time. Okay. Through, done through bots. Okay, AGI pulling. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Duke and Duke Rogue. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Pop's <laughs> talking about. Yeah, there All you right. go. A matter of an hour or less. Okay, DK. Thank you. Sometimes about fifteen minutes. Okay, so that's something to know about. So all of these different tools now, we're starting to see them start to come together, right? Refining's coming in. We've got a way to transport stuff, moving stuff around. The TDD uh and that real-time information is going to be the next thing that we'd like to see kick in you know it's great to yeah. be able to go and sell uh but we do also want to be able to get valuable information have you guys noticed that they've got those conference rooms and stuff down there yes what yeah you, now, what I, is yeah, that I think about? I could jump through and make it down there i think i kind of bug through there or i don't know if it's like yeah i just jumped mm-hmm. over you didn't kill yourself like, jumping okay. down there no i was alive but I, I couldn't escape though <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm curious because they've got those like VIP rooms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Are you know, mm-hmm. are they just decoration or is there serving some purpose when you go in and strike a deal? I don't know. I'm curious. Maybe there'll be mission givers in there, right? Somebody that you go sell to specifically that pops up when a mission comes up and says, This needs to be sold, right? Right. And it tells you to go to the TDD in Microtech and you go down there and there's a person in that room that you've got to strike that deal with versus going to the terminal, right? Maybe yeah. that mission giver there is who you got to go to. You know, we'll see. We'll see what CIG comes up with. All right. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, that's it, fellas. We made it through all those Woo! pages of inform- information. Uh, a lot of stuff there that we covered today. Um, yeah, I, I hope that you guys uh, did see some stuff that helped you a little bit with learning a little more about um, doing mining and refining. Uh, the direction that the game is going, being able to transport those materials, selling those materials, trading those materials. Uh, there's a lot of stuff there that we covered today, but hopefully you learned something. I learned something. I forgot about that doggone filter pa- passive that I'm going to start <laughs> buying. So I quit dodging inert material. I know that. Um, but anyway, I-, I hope you guys did pick up something today. Um, yeah. Question. Yeah, we got a couple questions that we got to hit. Did you want to say something, Pops? No, I was just reminding Kai's his questions and he's excited for the questions. Oh, he's excited for the questions. Okay. All right. We do have a question here. This comes from Alex the Droog. Alex says, have you done a talk show on peripherals? Yes, we have. It was over a year ago. It was January of 2021. 
we kicked off our first month talking about all the different cool peripherals that you could use in Star Citizen. Joysticks, <clears throat> foot pedals, mice, all that stuff. Uh, uh, the Dolby, go, what's it called? The Toby. Uh, it's not the Gobi. What's it called? Toby. Toby, I the Toby, the Toby. Oh, Toby. I call it the Gobi. <laughs> the Toby talked about all that stuff. So yeah, if you go back and go back on our shows, you'll see a show there. It talks about using peripherals and stuff. So thanks, Alex, for that question. Um, got a question from Black Sky Legion. Uh, as the awesome Soul Citizens music creators, New Soul, Fist and Pops are music connoisseurs. Let me ask, what music mm -hmm. do you all do? All the cast love to jam to while you're mining in the verse. What do you listen to? Are you listening to anything? Well, actually, I asked the question when we were at in um, the virtual bar citizens and, and speaking of virtual bar citizens. Wait, we'll plug that later. Okay. We'll plug okay. that later. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, I asked that question if they could um, do something for the community because there's a lot of talented people. There's a lot of people that want to contribute music to the game so that we all can um you know have it to listen we they what they have the jukebox mm -hmm. so and you know that we could donate um royalty free um music yeah um, but pops the question what is what do, do, I, do you listen to what, what do, do you, you listen, listen to, to? I, mm, well my mm, pops mm. said he listened to the laser he ain't listening to nothing I'm <laughs> I tell you what I listen to. I listen, be, to I, I listen to. Um, usually on my Spotify playlist, I'll have um, some Snarky Puppy. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll have a uh, gentleman, a composer uh, by the name of Ludwig. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna butcher his last name, Garrison, something okay. like that. Okay. Uh, I listen to him. Um, I may listen to uh, some Nate Smith. Okay. Uh, some, 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 a plethora of jazz, okay. you know, R&B, stuff like that. You mix it up a little like bit. That. Okay, okay. Yeah. Calrati, what are you listening to? Uh, I listen to a bunch of different genres. Uh, so these days I've been listening to some um, Tones and I. I love Dance Monkey, so I love that song. A bunch, a bunch, a bunch. Um, I've also been listening to this goofy song called Nate, um, from Nathan Evans. There once was a shit that put um, that put to sea. I'm listening to that, you know, while I'm I have a, currently have a crime stat level five, and I'm trading with my whole A between these these, these um, space stations on my moon. So I'm just listening to that song on repeat. I'm killing it, and I I just listen to a bunch of just random songs when I'm doing all these goofy things in the verse. So okay. it's between that and a bunch of different really fun songs. Okay, okay. Now, Pops, mm. are you listening to what Fist is listening to, or are you listening to something different than him? I, d I don't listen. No um, music? That's fine if you no, don't. No, I don't. Okay. I'm busy trying to not you listen, run in. You listen to the music no. of the mining laser, and that's fine. <laughs> he's listening to money generator. These cats, these cats yeah. are here blowing themselves up listening to music. You listening to that money, that ching-ching. So there ain't nothing wrong with that, Pops. Don't worry about it, all right? And I hate to say it, Pops, I'm in your category. I may be every... Once in a blue moon, I'll put on something. You know, I might put on something, but whatever it is, it's something without words. Whatever it is, I'm listening mm -hmm. to because I get I can get distracted with words. So yeah, because uh, see, I'll start yeah, uh, to the yeah, and, all that, yeah. The and, and blow up just no, like these two guys will do. Right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to remember though, when I'm when we're mining, let's put it this way: we're mining. 
I'm in the pilot. Oh, you piloting? Okay, so that see, you got the luxury to do that. He's okay. He's the one exactly. All right. So he better not be listening to anything. If we blow up, you know. Yeah, I <laughs> you know, I need 100 concentration. I understand. I understand. Okay, we've got one more question. This is from Bunsen. Uh, what is your guess on the medium-sized un unannounced ship? And what do you think the last teaser was, the email from two weeks ago, uh, doing this for fast cart only? Um, I don't know what the heck. Oh, well, the last, from two weeks ago? Wait, what's the question? What was the teaser from, he means the sneak peek from okay. two weeks ago. I two weeks ago. no idea. It was the bolt gun, the back. bolt gun the other day or last week or week before. I don't know what the thing was from before that. Oh. We figured that was the Corsair. We finally figured oh, it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we finally figured out that was the Corsair. Mm -hmm. We weren't sure at first, but it's the thing in the back, the other turret. It's not the one in the front. Because we kept yeah. seeing it was on some type of swivel, but we couldn't figure out what the heck it was. Mm. We figured out that it was the Corsair. So that's a good question. Medium unannounced ship. Yeah, I know. Buns, we thought it was Argo, too. We we, were, we swore it was Argo. Absolutely. Same. But then we went back and looked at the SRV and saw that our SRV has a square front. And then yep. we went back and looked at the, the Corsair and found out that the, the windows on that other turret has the same kind of weird design. So that's how we figured mm -hmm. it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that. Was that. What was I going to ask you guys? I was asking you something. The unannounced medium Yeah, the unannounced medium ship. <laughs> Ugh. I don't even want to try any unannounced stuff because these jokers have been the last few ships of the ships they've been pulling out that we didn't expect what the mm. heck it was. You know, it's just, it's, oh man, yeah. I mean, I it, well, we know about a lot of ships, right? I mean, we know the whole seas out there. We know they talked about the the doggone uh, what's the med medvac ship, the um, the RSI um, what's that thing called? The, the uh, Apollo? Apollo. We know about the Apollo. So it's not unannounced. Mm -hmm. We know about the Apollo. We know about the whole sea. We know about the Corsair. We know that they're working on the Vulture. We know uh, 600. I mean, there's a lot of ships they've told us about. So unannounced in what category? Like I've been trying to figure out what career are they trying to fill? You know, are they trying to fill something in the middle of something or something brand new? Uh, difficult question, difficult question, but we'll find out. We're only a few weeks yeah. away, right? Between Citizen Con and uh, IAE. Uh, Throw your wallets away. Get rid of your credit card. That's all I can tell you. You brace yourselves, okay? Uh, we got one more question from Black Sky Legion. Uh, if there's anything in the area of mining and refining that the cast would like to see, what would it be? Maybe an alien miner or some new twist on cargo and refining? Mm -hmm. uh, go to Pops first on that one. Pops, is there anything with mining that you would like to see added or changed? Or are you Let pretty happy with where they are? Let me tell Kai something. Anything with a Banu on it, that's me. All right. So some type okay. of Banu mining-related ship for Pops. Kalradi. Uh, I would like to see them, you know, um, build on the whole crafting to utilize those materials some more. So they've given us they've given us that kind of that kind of teaser and everything. So I, I'd really love to see them build on that to kind of strengthen that whole reusability with regards to those materials that they mine and refine a whole lot more. So if it's, for example, a ship that can I don't know craft some kind of um, it doesn't have to be armor, it doesn't have to be a weapon, but something that we can actually utilize in the first that we may need. If it's like 
I don't know, um, persistence is coming online. So maybe for 4.0, we can craft like um, a bed of some sort so that we can, some kind of camper bed that we can use and camp in a cave or something mm -hmm. like that. Some some kind of utility, utility that we can craft, you know, or some kind of utilities that we can craft and reuse in the game for the long distance exploration, something like that, to build on, you know, that crafting aspect. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Fist? To me, what I am looking forward to in mining, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Just bring on my ugly Betty. <laughs> I'm Orion. All I care about. You're Ryan. You're ready for your Ryan. Okay. Okay. Um, I think for me, I want them to come in with this whole thing about what we're doing with refining, what we're smelting stuff into. Um, mm. You know, what, what, if I'm taking this material, this material and combining it, to make something else of higher value or for production, like Pops was talking about. You know, I wanna know uh, that all those things that people don't pay attention to right now, that if I go out and get some copper, some quartz and this and put them together, I create this, which is now has greater value, gives me greater purpose to go out and mine those things. I don't have to be just relying on Quantanium to do what it is I wanna do financially and to be able to take those resources and then give them, like you said, Calrati, to some form of crafting or selling or whatever the case may be. So that's what I'm looking for, is that next level of being able to do something with those resources once they're refined. I would love to see that, okay? Mm. All righty, so listen, we're gonna move on here. First thing we wanna do is remind you guys to check us out. You check out there, look at Calrati. I didn't even have to run this. Calrati's got it on right there. But if you guys want to support us, you can check out our Soul Citizens merchandise. We've got plenty of fun things out there, keychains, all types of cool stuff that you guys can support us that way. I uh, want to say thank special thank you to everybody who came out today, those of us who dropped raids. I can't even remember everybody who raided us tonight, but thank you guys so much. Those of you who came and hung out with us, really appreciate that. Thank you for those of you who are on YouTube watching us tonight. We're still trying to grow that YouTube side of us. And those of you who are here in Twitch, we appreciate you all being here today. Let's cover a few things here real quick about what's going on. Uh, Calrati, I'm about to between me and you. I ain't gonna put this on our guest. Tell everybody about Ooh. what goes on on Thursday. All right, on Thursday, we got Soul Talk 9 p.m. ET or Eastern Time, where we talk about Inside Star Citizen, we, where we react to a bunch of different things that that's that's happened throughout the, the whole week. SCL, the lore, sneak peeks, anything. We also react to Machinima, everything, and come in, Anyone who wants to, you know, talk and hang out with the fam, you know, we're all welcome. So that's happening on Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Absolutely. That's the dinner time show, right? We do that yeah, in the evening time, so. around the round table. On Saturdays at 3 o'clock, we have our one-on-one -on -one show, Soul Voices, where you get to come in and talk with us one-on-one. -on -one. You get to come into the Discord. We have very various topics from Spectrum, from Reddit, from the gaming industry. You get to talk about what you think about those subjects. Last week, we talked about where the heck is Chris Roberts and CitizenCon. So if you got some ideas and things you want to say, that's our show to come in and talk with us one-on-one. -on -one. And then I got to say this one, y'all. I reserve this for myself. Next Sunday, the ultimate shipyard show will be on next next sunday <laughs> about the ugliest manufacturer it's a good thing you didn't let me say right, i was ready. prepared all right, you ready huh all right <laughs> next <laughs> sunday next sunday we will be our show for shipyard we will be covering another manufacturer It'll be origin jump works next week so those of you who are interested in origin ships if you own origin ships if you hate origin ships you be sure to come here and join us next week we're going to talk about that manufacturer. 
we are going to be fired up and ready to go when it comes to that particular show. I do want to remind you guys also on Saturday, which I completely forget about, Pod Set Saturday, once after we get through with Soul Voices, we send you over to go visit Paul Shelley and the folks over at the captain's table at 6 p.m. Eastern time. And then Paul sends you from there over to the guys at Relay at 9 p.m. Eastern time. So Saturdays, afternoons, and evenings are full of nothing but star citizen information. So you guys be sure to check that out. We want to say a special thanks to Fist to Face and Pops in Space. You guys know them better as New Soul. They are the people who produce our, produce our themes for all of our shows. And they always do a great job. So we want to say a special thanks to both of them to being our special guests tonight. Thank you guys. Appreciate you. Tell oh, people where people can ways. find you. Give, give the plug real quick. Where can people find you guys? Oh, wow. Well, you can find us on Twitter at New Soul Sounds. Um, we do have an Instagram, same name, New Soul Sounds. Um, we do have a Discord. Hit us up on Discord. Um, my name, Fist to Face, uh, hashtag uh, 8415. So, you know, if you want to invite or chit chat, whatever. <laughs> and you can always catch us here on Soul Citizens on, on the shows. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys. And Calrati, as always, thank you. Appreciate you always. We'll be seeing Calrati. Calrati, you be joining me. Not Is it this Sunday you join me next Saturday, this Saturday or next Saturday? Which one is it? This Saturday. This Saturday? Yeah. Okay. So Calrati will be with me on Voices this week. So we'll be, we'll be tearing it up, having a good time. And the player haters will be there this Saturday. So we haven't seen the player haters in a little while. They'll be there this Saturday. So you guys make sure you come and check us out. We'll have a good time. We're going to let oh the player goodness. haters what, talk what is to you guys. What is he doing on camera? So yeah, oh, no. I know. yeah we'll oh, get them going. <laughs> all right. We are going to get ready to send you guys over to a good friend of ours, the good friend that you all know, Star Jump Grim. Star Jump Grim is oh, beautiful tonight. So when you guys get over and see Grim, y'all know Grim with that fleet viewer, y'all. The folks over yeah, there start give them a special Y'all give them some thanks when you get over there. Give them some love. Let them know you came from the Soul Citizens. And of course, if you like what you see, you guys follow them. Hopefully we'll see you guys this week. Thank you again for tuning in tonight. Don't forget to mind safely. Peace, love, and soul. We'll see you guys real soon. Have a great week. See you, people. See ya.